live. Hey, Concrete. What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy hump day. Yes. How's it going? How is your week going? Um, it's going. Um, I'm tired. Like I'm ready for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Ready for the work Probably week to be weekend. over. Mm -hmm. Yes, honey. Um, Juneteenth weekend. So I'm really yep. excited about that. All the things. Yes. You got your dashiki ready, girl? No, but I don't got my dashiki ready. <laughs> If it wasn't so hot, I probably would be out in these streets trying to enjoy somebody's Juneteenth celebration. But baby, this heat, like, I, it's it's something else. I, I, this is new. This that new age heat, baby. It's it's too hot for me. Girl, um, somebody said this the same heat that the guy from waiting to exhale in the vest was standing there when he was hollering at the <laughs> I am serious like literally we're in Georgia and it feels like we in Vegas or something like it's yes. absolutely ridiculous so Girl, too hot yeah unless somebody having an indoor Juneteenth celebration I'm gonna have to celebrate at the crib you know Girl, who gonna be outside? Not us black folks, not in this heat. Shit, we already suffered enough. No. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, but um, yeah, it's a Juneteenth Father's Day combo. Um, for sure. Um You got coast oh, you never mind. It, well, if nothing else, I will be at least celebrating on Sunday uh with my husband and at least, you know doing some things for him for Father's Day. But um, yeah, I don't know about Juneteenth unless we have some drastic changes to the weather. So we'll see. I'm literally trying not to go outside. Like I'm trying to avoid going outside. That part. Um, mm -hmm. You got your husband, um, <laughs> his Father's Day gift? Uh, I do. I ordered his Father's Day gift. Um, I have one other thing to pick up. And I have him a card, but I might get him a different card. So, um, really, that's oh, you doing all that? Yeah, I like to give cards and you know write something. You know, just letting people know uh, their importance to me and stuff. So, mm -hmm, I'm gonna do that. And Let me ask you a question: mm -hmm. Do you buy your children's fathers' father um, mm -hmm. a gift for Father's Day? No, because they're adults. Okay, so, you call him and tell him Happy Father's Day? No. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, now, be, when my kids were younger, absolutely. Like, you know, even when we were separated and my kids were under the age of 18, um, yes, absolutely. And um, definitely uh, would send him a gift and, and from them to him. Um, but you know, since my kids are grown, like I don't even have to be involved, <laughs> you know, like in their conversations with him, they speak to him. Like, I don't have nothing to do with that. Okay. Okay. So what about you though? What about you? Uh, -uh. What, what about you? Um, we text happy father's day or happy mother's day. Um, since he's in another state, you know, I haven't thought about like getting him a gift and usually, yeah. Um, Solomon goes with him in the summertime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like not, not a thing that I have to worry about too much. Okay. What about baby girl for mother's day, helping her find a gift for a mom? Yeah. Um, Curlin generally takes care of that. Okay. But okay. this year, actually this year I did pick out, uh, her gift Okay. and, uh, That's she cool. really liked it. So yeah. Yeah. 
That's dope. I, I love that. That's 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 how you know that's how it should be, in my opinion. You know, like at least just trying to keep things cordial and acknowledge like the efforts, especially you know for well, those who are like full time. You know, you got the yeah. towel all the I time. I kind of look at it like um, playing a supportive role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to make sure um, her mom is totally supported. Um, mm-hmm. through and through and she supports me so okay um i, I think that's it. a great thing you know what i mean not because child, child definitely but, love to see it yeah so far so good so far so yeah. good Can't okay um but but what's tea what's what's tea before we get off into this actual topic what's been going on out in the streets and social media world and entertainment world all the things Okay, girl, let me ask you a question. It could, when you and your husband were in y'all's dating stages, could he go 24 hours without talking to you and it not be a problem? So, I wouldn't, I, that's not something. I would prefer to hear from him, but to be completely honest, like if I'm like extremely busy, let's say I've worked multiple jobs and like, I may not think about it till late at night, like, dang, you know, I haven't even heard from my babe, but, um, so, you know, I would be kind of, I would, I wouldn't like it, but I wouldn't necessarily trip. However, he would trip um he would trip for sure <laughs> but um be, I, I know who he is and i have total faith in him and you know i wouldn't 24 any longer than 24 hours I, i'm gonna be like okay what's going on but i'm always the type of person that's like i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that's just who i am like i'll be like oh well, i'm sure he just got busy like my mind doesn't automatically go to oh he out in the streets doing some dirt but what about you girl <laughs> It's funny because when I saw this on social media, um, you know, a lot of women had a lot of huge issues with it. Uh And Kerlin and I went through a situation where we didn't communicate for over a month um, when we were in a dating phase. And (laughs) I don't, you know, um, we ended up finding out what it was, but it was like, I I hit him up. He didn't respond. He showed me where he hit me up and I didn't respond. And neither one of us got the messages. And it was so funny because there was this girl who um, was part of the process. And this is actually a girl that I did my first YouTube show with. Right. Um, (laughs) Five weeks, three days. Okay. So the girl would be like, you should call Curly. And I'm like, I'm not calling him. Like, what the fuck I look like? You know, that was my thought process. And she was like, um, no, girl, I think, you know, you might really have something there. It might, might really be something there. And I'm like, no, nah, girl, if he wanted to talk, he would call me. I already called him. And I don't believe in chasing up behind no man. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, girl, just call him. And, you know, when we were doing the YouTube show, he would still show up and you know participate on our panels mm-hmm. and i was like 
what the hell? That's like, how weird, you not gonna yeah. call me and communicate with me? Right. But you're participating on our panels. Like, mm -hmm. what the hell is wrong with you? You know, I thought he was crazy as hell. Mm -hmm. Both of y'all with too much ego. Yes. And so um we we didn't communicate and I actually think that it made our relationship stronger. Like after that, after that period of non-communication, we've been mm -hmm. inseparable like ever since. And so mm -hmm. um, he didn't chase me though. And you know, when you, you think you that girl, you know, you're like, why he ain't chasing me? Mm -hmm. Girl, he was not chasing me. Then when we got back into communication, I did mm -hmm. end up, um, Reaching out message, mm -hmm. and you know, I was trying to act like it was about the show, but <laughs> I am the opposite. I don't play like it's for me, ego has no room in when I'm digging somebody, if I'm dating somebody. Like, I am so really? like, like, I've never gotten into like even like the dating games. You know, how like women be like, if a man asks you for his number, or you exchange numbers with a man, he should call you first. Or I'll be like, before I done pulled out the parking lot, like, what's up? Like, I just, oh my gosh. Like, I'm, <laughs> if I like you, I'm like, gonna be, I don't care. Like, I'll be the first one to call. I'll be the first one to hit you up all the time now. For real, I, I am the, I was the queen of, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play the dating games with you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I suck at it. Like, I truly suck at it. I'd be like, I like you. So, what's up? Like, I actually I'm, think I'm, that's a Gemini thing. Why I really do. I never thought about that. And I don't know, like, it, I have you know, a, you know, my, my homegirl. Yeah. You literally, friends. like, just like that. But mm -hmm. now she'll sit here and say, oh, I don't. I don't do those type of things, but let her get mad. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Be a totally different story, but nah, I feel you. I'm gonna let you know. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I I don't know how to play the game. I just don't. But it's um, so interesting. I never would have thought that because yeah. when he didn't communicate, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Mm. So you missed your blessing. I remember, um, like. Like eight months into my relationship with my husband, um, we had a dust up and he was like, okay, well, you know, I think we should call it quits and whatever, whatever. I'm like, call it quits? Baby, you my husband. Like in my mind, this is what I'm saying. And he like, nah, you know, we can go about our separate ways. And I was like, oh, hell to the no, 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 no. Like I was like, no, I'm, I don't agree to that. And yada, yada, yada. And he was like, well, you know, let's just take some time. And I'm like, I used to find every reason to come to his house. Like I was <laughs> like, like he had got sick, baby. I'm bringing like basket with the soups and all Aww. the things. I'm like, let me come check on you. I'm like, you know, he don't really have no family down here. So I would find reasons. Like I would go to the store and get like, he would eat like protein bars and stuff, find different kinds. Oh, like, oh, I was at the store today and I found these kind bars that I think you'll like. Let me drop them by your house. Oh, like, you are so girl, cute. Like, I, I suck at like playing the role. And then it lasted about a month and he was like, oh, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Like, let's, let's, let's just work through whatever the issues are. And baby, yeah, I just I'm not good at that type of stuff, baby. Like they could talk all the crap oh, they because I think that is like, adorable. <laughs> Listen, I'm a sucker, seriously. Yeah, um, it was so funny and, and hey, babe. Yeah, we really thought that we had ghosted each other, and you know, I was so hurt by it because I was Aww. like, damn. 
he's supposed to be one of the good guys and Aww. here he is with these harani ho games fuck <laughs> that <laughs> oh my girl gosh. was hated and, See, and it was just really a miscommunication both of y'all probably really wanted was. It really was, and it threw me all the way off with him because, you know, I was really feeling him, and mm -hmm. I thought he was really feeling me, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh, we supposed to make this shit work. And then when he didn't communicate, honey, I was like, oh, almost, oh, you know no. Said, don't lose your blessing. I almost lost your husband, baby. Listen, don't play the game. Don't do that. No, anymore. let me tell you about this Negro when we do? finally start communicating. Mm-hmm. So we communicating and I'm like, so you've been talking to other chicks and Kirtland was like, yeah, shit. Oh, you did not ask that. Lord have mercy. Yes, I did. And I'm like, so what you gonna do with them? And he was like, what you mean? And oh. I'm like, well, what you, what you gonna tell him? He was like, nothing. <laughs> you know, like you could, you could be on the bench. Like he was, he was telling me that mm -hmm. I could be on the bench, like I should just, you know, join the team oh. and shit. Oh, and I was, girl, oh, I almost did. lost my religion with Curly. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> Listen, girl, I was like, uh, nah, you can tell them hoes to bounce. Uh, yeah. do what they gotta do. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, baby, I'm a coach, I'm a captain. Oh, I don't need my no, God. I don't need no uh assistance. You know. Mm -mm. Like, yeah, but that ain't gonna work. You go ahead and get rid of them. Right. Give like, me your phone. I'll make sure they know it's over with. Mm -mm. I was so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, um, I was like, Curlin got fuckboy tendencies. Oh, no, you didn't. I can't even see it. Not bro, Curlin. Girl, I didn't see it either until until <laughs> Wow. He said he he's like, I'm keeping my roster because I don't know. Like that's you, what that man told me that he was gonna keep yeah. his damn roster. And I'm like for who who? Oh, child, funny. you know when you didn't dropped all your uh hoes and stuff, mm -hmm. it be hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And me and him, it was just communicating and talking. But girl, yeah, it be and... hard though. Like for me as a woman, like I remember when I started um dating my husband, and like there was this one guy, and I've talked about him before, and he was just he wanted to be with me and um like even when we had like he never for, for probably like a year and a half like he he i would i was in this group with him because he was a writer too and he would write like stories and it would be like um i would be like one of the characters in the stories and just girl like all the things and i knew he was still feeling me and i'm like if i if i wanted to move on like you know if i wanted to talk to somebody to move on i could easily do that but like if like if i'm not digging you like that like i only had eyes for i had tunnel vision like uh-uh he gonna have to come up off of whatever problems he got because baby i ain't going nowhere and even though i knew somebody was waiting in the wings if i wanted to date him i could have been like okay well i'm gonna just date him and move on but baby that ain't who i want listen girl yeah i, I was like um it was you know like thinking back on all of it and like that whole process and then i was like uh-uh the fuck yeah. and the girl was like no girl no i think that you should really see i was like mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> no 
he didn't. He had to make sure, though. He had to make sure. Listen, shout out to him. He says, well, after I saw you really fucks with the kid, they had to ride off in the sunset alone. LOL. (laughs) Child, because when he was like, "Um, yeah, you can join the roster. Wow. Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> but y'all been down like four flat tires every since. Baby. So, yeah, you know. Bro. I thought, you know. Yeah. Um, I was going to have to throw some rocks at the <laughs> Listen. Uh-uh. Um, what was I about to say? Okay. I, I wanted to ask you about something that I saw that I meant to ask you about Monday. Have you seen the information going on, going around about Shein? No, girl, I used to order from them. So just a little quick, I'm going to be quick because I know the men probably like, wait, what? Um, Shein is like a fast fashion store. So it's like one of those places you can get like cheap outfits for the low. It's overseas. You can get a bunch of cheap, for $50, you can get probably five outfits. So um, anyways, like the the workers at Shein have been putting in the tags need help. So literally, if you look at like you've ordered from them recently, like they are like kind of crying out for help. Essentially, they're saying like the working conditions that these workers work in are deplorable. And so they've been putting messages in the tags, like where say your size and the washing instructions. They've been putting messages kind of begging for help. So it's been going all around. A lot of women, black women have been like pulling out recent Shein clothes and you can see it in there. They're like need help. And, you know, it's clear that Shein is exploiting some third world country where they have these women making the clothes. And I guess the conditions are very horrible. Um, Wow. I've been seeing a lot of women, you know, saying kind of like highlighting it. But then I'm seeing a lot of black women that's like, okay, oh, well, like, you know, if that's the case, we would have to give up our Apple phones or we can't wear Jordans. Like every company is essentially, you know, trying to get labor for cheap. And, you know, that that's just the thing. That's the way of the world. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are, like knowing it, would you continue to order from them and support the company? Um, I haven't ordered from Shein in shit. I will say like almost a year. Um, because I, you know, there's nothing to go on there. Find you a couple cute tops, little cute dresses, whatever, whatever. Um, I don't think the quality of their products are all that. So that's kind of what stops me. But it's like if you order from them, you're more than likely to get the correct size and shit. So. It's not a necessity that I order from them, but it's, you know, I think people really did bring up a good point when they talk about other goods um, that we order and use every day that those people also work under deplorable conditions. And to be honest with you, um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop ordering or I'm not going to stop ordering or whatever, whatever. Um, because I feel like the United States goes through things and people still exploit our countries as well. So, uh, you know, um, I, I feel like it's above, it's above me. Okay. And I f- it sounds so bad to say it that. Does. It mm-hmm. sounds horrible to be like, well, it's kind of above me. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. Um, you know. Yeah, girl. Cause you think about it. Um, it's like 
if you really, really start to look at the things that we do, the freedoms that we have, mm -hmm. um, and the, a lot of the things that we enjoy, if we took time out to trace back its origins or conditions or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, girl, we'd probably be productless around this piece. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the, I can't ignore the fact that a lot of the goods that we consume are essentially made in third world countries where the conditions are less than ideal. Um, I just find it to be extremely eerie. Like I, I've only ordered from Shein twice and clothes just real cheaply made, baby. I, I would rather go to Nordstrom and, and spend four times as much. Yeah. Just in like the sizing, you can't trust it. It's just, and then you'll see a picture of something and it looks quality, you get it. They don't even look the same. It, baby, I ain't got time to play with them. And That then you part. gotta wait whole weeks before you get your stuff. No, I, I like instant gratification. Listen. So yeah, it's it, I don't I don't have any kind of ties to Shein or like you no know, unyielding loyalty. Like oh no, I have to get my stuff from Shein. But I say all that to say that y'all know um my my family has roots from the south, and I find it eerie. Like I feel like it's bad juju to have on an outfit that says "Help me" in the tag, where you know the people who made it are somehow being you know. Um, and have these deplorable conditions that they're working under. And I feel like that's how like bad spirits and stuff be following people. So I wouldn't want to wear their clothes, like knowing, I just feel like that's eerie. Like, you know that somebody wrote, help me in this. And you still like, oh man, please. I got this for $7. I'm a rocket. I don't care. Like, that's just, I don't know. It messed with my psyche. So It does, but then would you be willing to give up your iPhone? Would you be give, willing to give up um, your television, like all of your electronics that will possibly be made in like third world countries, all your designer shoes and um, even If your they car? have cryptic messaging in them, yeah. <laughs> like, You are funny as hell. if they have cryptic messages, Girl, and, and guess watch Apple. what? Watch when you hear about Apple. <laughs> Listen, I'm not to say like it's uh, for me, I don't know. It's the cryptic messaging, knowing that there's like somebody literally saying, begging for help and they put it in the tag of the clothes that you're wearing on your body. I think it's horrible. But for me, I guess I am able to compartmentalize and be like, OK, I know that it's bad, but. I got to have my iPhone. It's the latest technology, yada, yada, yada. But like seeing it or knowing it's something about it in the back of my mind, like just knowing that that cryptic message is embedded in my clothes. And I feel like like spirits travel with stuff like, you know, how people even say that about Girl, like you better buying get some clothes sage from the thrift and sage store. this shit. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. listen, I'm, you know what, though? <laughs> Listen, I hear you. I'm, I'm, Girl, I'm I got not. some Palo Santo. Listen. What's up? I'm not judging. I understand um, You better those pray over people. your clothes before you wear them, child, just like food. Look, <laughs> I understand those who are like, you know, well, everything that we use is coming from, you know, people that work in these factories that, you know, Amazon factories probably ain't too, too much better. Ain't too many steps above what some of Baby, these factories cause Amazon are. been catching hell in these Yeah, uh, baby. damn streets, honey. Everybody talks about how Amazon has this high turnover rate. Um, they have to do so much work within an hour. Oh yeah, can't go to the restroom, can't leave your line to go to the restroom. It's it's a lot. So 
I get it. And it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, I really wish like I could just be a minimalist and go and move to a farm somewhere and not have to rely on any of the products that we use. But you Do know, you really think you could live off the grid? I plan to. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go get some land and um, we're, you know, we'll farm and, um, do some things that are like natural that you could do to generate income that are it's a quite a few things that you could do that aren't that difficult um if you have you know a light nice plot of land and um you know get us some chicken coops and have us a, a you know big garden oh yeah absolutely um eventually that that's definitely my plan I don't know if I like I think that I would be out in rural bumble heck and still want to keep my clothes though. I gotta be cute for the animals. Like I you know, I have to I have to be cute. I don't know about like, you know, you know, having a minimal wardrobe that is gonna be challenging, but I definitely know that I would be able to live off the grid. And then my husband, you know, he's a former marine, he's very, very good with his hands into herbology and you know, and to like he yeah, we we I, I would definitely I would like to because baby it's stressful. Um, these gas prices, the price Girl. of everything going up, and uh, yeah, I, I ain't gonna be able. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Curlin got us living off the grid now. You do <laughs> not stop it. Listen, oh, I can't stand hood conservative. Um, what you talking about, Curlin got y'all living off the grid? Uh, yeah. y'all got every technology that man can make, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> stop playing stop listen that's how we that's how i feel oh i'm looking for some uh new weave now uh hood <laughs> hood said, you know black um, women we need our weave you know black listen, women need no weave baby the first have, ones to date them and I'm then be talking be about blood etched into the weft of the weave they ain't giving up the weave Hold on just a second. Um, I do have another question for you. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to post your husband on social media while y'all were dating? Or did you post him while y'all were dating? Um, I'm not really a big poster on social media like that. Um, I, I like in the beginning, I'm more of the post um our dinner plates at the table like on a day with my bae type of thing but not post him um i'm we've been together for four plus years and i don't know if I, i've posted him once maybe oh and my wedding picture so twice um it probably took a year and a half or two for you to post them on social media? Yeah. But I would post like, like he baked me a cake my first birthday with him and like it was so cute and just, so I would post stuff, you know, indicating that I'm in a relationship and post like our moments, but I just wasn't posting him. What about you? Well, that's too long, a year and a half. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying. Why was you treating that man like a shit no, daddy? Well, listen. <laughs> He ain't ever posted me on his social media. Ever? No, he don't do social media. He 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 doesn't do social media. <laughs> like he does not have an active social media page at, at all. He don't post nothing. Like 
he may have a profile picture up. That's it. So that's how he is about social media. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, it took me about six months. Oh, and okay. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Now, that six months, I was like, oh, shit. I'm about to post them on my social media. Ah, and then, the soft launch. That was a soft launch. Yeah, exactly, girl. Yeah. The soft launch. Because <laughs> if a chatter hit me up and been like, hey, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still nervous because, you know, I don't believe in posting, like, everything. And, mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want to post them up. Because if this shit don't work out, I'm going to have to kill this nigga. Everybody going to know. Yeah. So um, it took okay. me about six months, but we made it, you know. Um. I I hear a lot of women say they'll never post their man and or they are hesitant to like the soft launch thing. I seen that a girl had posted a guy she was dating after seven months and like four different women came to her as a woman. So like women be like, like, I'm not about to try to get, I'm not about to be clowned out in these streets. You ain't about to embarrass me. So therefore I'm just not going to post you. But for me, I do not post like a lot. I'm, I'm, private and I just don't post a lot at all. I used to back in the day, maybe five, seven years ago, I would post all the time. But if you look at any of my social media, I don't post a lot. I don't even post a lot of pictures of myself, maybe once a quarter, twice a quarter or something like that. I just don't post a whole lot on no, social media. girl, you've been posting up a whole lot more lately. I was like, okay, crazy. Yeah, I think I posted three pictures this, this past quarter. But aside from that, it's just, um, like our me sharing our thumbnail like i don't okay. really post that much yeah um now it depends because i go through spurts um mm-hmm. there are times where i'm gonna post up like maybe once twice a week mm-hmm. and then there's times where i will be like damn i ain't posted pictures in months you and used to post all the time i'm gonna tell you when you were single you posted more i ain't even sure know did, like i could look <laughs> you at know? your um, pages and see yeah yeah that's so true i did mm-hmm. baby um, having a family it's a lot of work sure like no, but i think i think when you end up in um a really secure relationship it's mm-hmm. not as much need for attention mm-hmm. um like when you're single and mm-hmm. when you're single i think you probably need a lot a lot more validation or you may want a lot more validation i'm gonna say you need it yeah. but um i i think i wanted a lot more validation when i was single um yeah. now you know i feel like i'm secured in my relationship it's not a need to yeah. hey you see me hey <laughs> you that's, see let me tell you, know? you that's an interesting thing though like my baby daddy like i posted him way more often like i, I mean i like when we was doing stuff we would do all kind of stuff. We would go to Navy Pier or, you know, go here and go, like, do, like I, I posted quite frequently and it probably had more to do with the fact that I didn't trust him than anything else. Yeah. Now, if I was dating a fuck boy, I probably would never post him and, 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 you know, yeah. um, dating, nah, if they a um, fuck boy, they never make, nope. Mm-mm. I feel you. Uh, yeah, because ain't nobody about to sit here and stress me out. Yeah, you ain't about to look, look have me looking like a looking like a fool out here no. in these streets. No, uh, no, I had a guy ask me, "How come you don't post me?" The fuck mm-hmm. for what? Yeah, <laughs> like no, oh, no. he's cute. <laughs> like we know your hoe. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. About about to be posting the holes on my page. 
absolutely absolutely i agree but um yeah child and i was thinking about sierra and russell wilson and Mm -hmm. you know sierra is constantly posting up like the twerking vids and Mm -hmm. the um the twerking vids and i'm like okay sierra i get it you still say i think she's still a very beautiful woman Mm -hmm. but it's like I, I get a bit confused about her Christian values. Um, and, you know, her saying that she made Russell wait until their um, wedding night for them to have sex. And then she's. Oh, she uh, did? That's what she said, child. Now. Mm. So is it okay for someone? I mean, and uh, just your opinion. Is it okay for somebody who's a baby mama, the dreaded word? who's a baby mama slept with somebody who had multiple other children and is not a virgin has engaged in sex with you know multiple men um to then find the one and decide that he should wait until until the wedding night what do you think i mean if she can convince him of that if he bought into that um then that's dope um but like Kerlin said he thought it was russell's idea and being that that was mm. his idea, I thought okay. it was even more interesting. I um, but it still boiled down to him getting the woman that he wanted. And mm. that was the woman that he wanted and he was willing to go to distance for. Um, if yeah. she had those type of requirements, you know, a lot of guys get kind of pissy about that. But then when it comes to healing from relationships and healing your traumas and whatnot i think that you should abstain from sex for a while um to kind of reconnect with yourself um, yeah. to try to heal yourself sometimes but you know i you, yeah, yeah I, I think um, i don't see anything wrong with that i think yeah. that now i do think that you know it one would question the motives of someone who has been okay with engaging in sex up to the point that they, because I'm going to tell you something like real talk though. Some women do play the games. Like they want to withhold or hold out. And it's kind of like, I'm going to make sure you my man first before I give you anything, because I've dealt with a lot of F boys and they've played me. So now I need to I always thought it was weird. Yeah. I've I've seen chicks do that. I need you to prove to me that you ain't like them. Like, wait, what? But it's like, um, because it sounds crazy as hell, you'll give the fuck boy uh, ass on the first night, but you're going to make the good guy wait for 30 days. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think that that's a form of manipulation. Um, yeah. And it's manipulation at its core. Like, you want to make sure that the guy is caught up into you and caught up in your personality and part of your essence before you have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And you further want to um, kind of make him... Um, more seduced you want to have him in a seduced state mm-hmm. when you finally decide to give him some ass but right. you know the fuck boy already know the tricks of the trade and he yeah. whispered to your ass and you was like oh he didn't even have to take me out girl mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I, yeah, I think that's deep though um, yeah me too it's interesting I got one last thing before we get off into the topic because I see black excellence talking smack. Like this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. Um, We like to exchange pleasantries and gossip a little bit about the tea before we get off into the topic. Um, We will spend the majority of the show discussing the actual topic, but we want to hit on some of these trending topics and things that we see that are making their rounds around social media before we break off into the topic. So 
we will be getting there momentarily. But before we do, I wanted to ask you about something. Um, do you think that um, people should be held accountable for things that they've said on the internet years ago? Because I saw where Saucy Santana uh, was being drugged for some old tweets that he made. He was 21, I believe, about Blue Ivy. And he essentially was comparing her to North and talking about how nappy her hair was and just being very nasty um, relating to Blue Ivy. And when it was brought to his attention, well, when the tweets were brought back up and people were accosting him and saying, hey, you was wrong. You was dead wrong for what you did. He doubled down on it and refused to apologize and all the things. Um, so I want to know, do you think that people should be held accountable for things that they tweeted, even if they were a young adult when they tweeted it and it was seven, 10 years ago? Absolutely not. Um, because I think we're getting further and further away from being able to have a thought process about anything. If you think negatively about anything, you're somebody's able to penalize you. And I think that that's getting ridiculous. Um, so, you know, the guy that passed away, um, that got killed by the hands of the white girl, Mm -hmm. um, he had said some things about black women some years ago and people yeah. uh, were, you know, black women was like, you know, F him. Oh well, he died with his preference. And then when you when you think about like comedians and stuff like that, um with them saying things years and years ago, um and everybody's trying to hold them accountable for things or actors and actresses for things that they said years and years ago. Mm -hmm. Um to me, I'm like kiss my ass. If I said that shit at the time, that's what I meant. I said what I said. I'm pretty sure everybody has said some things that they probably shouldn't have said at one mm -hmm. point. And it's like, if they said that shit like 10 years ago, they probably had no idea that they would make it big. And mm -hmm. they had an opinion like everybody else yeah. about this, that, and the third. Um, I do think kids should be off limits, especially mm -hmm. if they're young like that but um you know saucy was doing what saucy does and i don't you know but beyonce will get a motherfucker canceled you know the beehive don't play no games but i'm gonna tell you this um i do think like i'm not the same person i was 10 years ago like yes. literally i'm just not the same person um and i probably i probably have some opinions that i don't agree with now as i've grown as i've evolved as i've become a better woman as i you know strive to be you know more grounded there were some opinions that i had and that i may not hold today um right. however um, I can apologize and say that I was wrong for and you know for things that I said ten years ago. I can apologize if it's brought to my attention and say, "Damn, that was pretty harsh of me. It was inappropriate." I can own up to the fact that I was immature, that I was you know not acting in good faith, not acting in good conscience. That is where I have a problem with him. Like I know you was like you know hell no, he said what he said. Da 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 da. Yeah, he said what he said, but now with a person that ha and he's specifically said because of the platform that i have it's certain things that i won't say today 
So literally, if you can admit that now you understand your reach today and something is brought to your attention that you did tweet however long ago, like you should be able to at least acknowledge it and say that that's a child and I shouldn't have said it. I was wrong about it. Yada, yada, yada. I feel like that is the testament of a, a morally sound person or a person who has grown from that position that they were once in. But I do believe that we're becoming just overly sensitive as a society. Like I saw where they made Lizzo change the lyrics to her song because she says spaz. Now, black people have been saying spaz out for how long? But literally they're saying that that that's a disability for people to be spastic. And so they made her change her lyrics. So it is kind of like a double-edged sword. Um, So... You know, uh, I watched one of my favorite movies and don't y'all laugh at me when I tell y'all this. So Bringing Down the House is a movie with Steve Martin and Queen Latifah and Betty White was in the movie. Betty White was using all types of uh, racially charged. Uh, no, she was flat out racist in the movie. Flat out. Um, and the movie had a lot of you know, like racially sensitive jokes, right? They didn't make Betty White's old ass apologize for shit, right? Not anything. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, so it's different strokes for different folks. You got them apologizing for the goddamn pancake box. You got them apologizing for movies made, but they're not doing they're not changing any policies for real for real right you're not you haven't received a fucking dime in reparations that part but you want to hold everybody accountable for bullshit that nobody is concerned or is thinking about yeah. um if i was saucy santana no at the time that's what i felt that's what i thought and i feel like it's becoming less and less free to have a thought process about anything and if you don't agree with mainstream society or what mainstream tells you to think your ass is out and i think that's a that's a hard line to walk to where you can't even you can't have a negative thought process about anything or somebody's on your ass if you say anything about the gays they on your ass if you say anything about these genders and stuff like that you worried about that um, and they tend to be really, really hard charged about their shit. Exactly. And he's part of that group. But the thing is, you said something about a child. Like, I don't understand people holding fast and strong and being wrong and strong about something you said about a child. Like, I don't ever have too much pride to say I was wrong. Like, I never, ever have had too much pride to then look back on something I did or said and action. Like, I don't give a damn. If I was wrong, like, I can admit that openly. Like, you ain't even gonna have to ever beat me over the head to say that I was wrong about something. I, I, but I if you said this when you were 15 and Saucy Santana isn't that old. Mm-hmm. So if Saucy Santana said this shit when he was 17, 18 was years old, yeah, well, he knows right from wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a position, this would be like us, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say when the breakdown does go big or some shit, mm-hmm. and they go back and listen to some of our old podcasts, and we didn't talk shit about slip. Let it be like Ari, Ari uh, coming back and being like, oh, well, Sister George, I heard you said this, and you need a. I'm not apologizing for shit because at the time I was um, speaking on social media, 
um, speaking about what I felt was going on, and that's just what it was. No, that's I don't... different. Speaking yeah. on celebrity gossip versus saying something derogatory and negative about a child that's rooted in self-hate, like literally rooted in self-hate. Uh, absolutely, I can acknowledge because it's a child, not like saying he should apologize if he has something negative to say about any celebrity. We talking about the fact that you was dragging, made tweet after tweet, multiple tweets about a child, and then literally in your self hate, elevating a child who has a looser, kinkier curl in comparison to a child because she has natural black hair. Like that's sad <laughs> but it, to I, me it's sad but i wouldn't go back to anybody's old tweets i mean me personally I, to I apologize would. especially if they didn't have that type of platform um versus where they are now like but if you he know said what? the you shit now to me it would be different by that too like huh? you can literally shoot yourself in the foot by being like my ego is so big that because i said that five years ago i'm not gonna apologize and you that know what it would I, because i couldn't see myself trying to hold somebody personally for me i'm not gonna look back at your tweets and say well you said this about my child 15 um five years ago and you were still a child I, I don't I don't have that type of energy to expel to somebody to even expect an apology. Yeah, yeah he was dead ass grown. But he was grown. You was 21. But at the same time, oh. we know how unforgiving social media can be. We've seen people be canceled for less. Like, I'm going to see if Will Smith can re, re, um, rebound. Like, literally, Chrisette Michelle still ain't been able to rebound. Like, literally, I think you have to think from a logical standpoint, like, damn, is this worth me risking my career? Is this worth, worth me risking prog progressing? Especially if you have the mindset to say, yeah, that was wrong. That ain't even something I would say today because I've grown and I'm like, you know, like, it's okay to be like it, it literally takes nothing and it takes nothing away from you to, to acknowledge that damn i was it, that was an immature thing for me to say i i i, I look at that totally different it's not even a fact of, of it being a right or wrong thing to me mm -hmm. um because yeah i get it it was wrong but if he said that shit five seven like if he said this shit seven years ago five six seven years ago mm -hmm. like for what i'm not you know it's not gonna make or break me um I, and like i said it adds to people being really really sensitive about everything that you do and say on social media mm -hmm. um i feel like it's another way for somebody to limit your speech and to limit your thought process and when it comes down to limiting like that I don't, I, I just, I don't agree with it. It's like, yeah, nah, it is, mm -mm. it is another way of limiting someone's speech. And I'm not a proponent of limiting someone's speech, but I'm a bigger advocate for the protection of children than I am an advocate for you being able to apologize for saying some fuck shit about a child. Like, sir, you was wrong. Like own that with your big overinflated ass cheeks. And Why you gotta talk about saucy booty? Because it looks ridiculous. It, it looks, looks nasty. Too. It looks gross. Um, Rude, leave us alone. I gotta send Rude a cash up, child. Rude, listen, ain't, everybody um, thinking about Rude. He, he know what he know. This is what we do. This is what we do. You know, we we got to get it off. And um, you know, Danny feels the way she feels about it, and I feel the way I feel about it. But you know. That's, that's just my personal opinion. I believe in being just morally upstanding. And not I haven't always been morally upstanding, but during the times that I wasn't morally upstanding or wasn't acting um, and, and with moral good faith, like I can acknowledge that and be like, damn, I wouldn't. 
Um, I, I, I got think, I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying, okay, yeah, I've grown a lot, but mm -hmm. if you said some shit four or five years ago, I'm not going to be like concrete. You need to apologize and shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said, the real question is why the fuck are people looking for a seven to eight year old tweet? Like why? Yeah, and I, don't I think people, that, of course, I don't know why people do that. And, we, and that's yeah. clear. Neither of us are going to be like, oh, drag somebody feet to the fire. I'm not talking about that in particular. Um, you know, I know you ain't going to go looking for something that I said four or five years ago, and I ain't going to go looking for nothing you said four or five years ago. However, I mean, if they go back and look at some of my social media, honey, yeah. the stuff that I said about black, black men back in the day, honey, mm -hmm. y'all talk about kicked out of the men. I haven't said horrible things about black men, but baby, Listen. the palm colored suit, y'all will be like, damn. Congress? Listen, um, <laughs> y'all would cancel my ass over and over and over again. Y'all would throw tomatoes at my ass. Listen, exactly. Like they, 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 they fired, let, let, made him lose a gig and he still had to um, issue a public apology. Look what happened to Nick Cannon and what he said about you know who people. Um, he literally had to get massive donations, had mm. to be schooled, had to sit his tail down somewhere. But and these, this is like a general comment about a group where maybe you were misinformed. But to say something hateful about a child, like I feel like that's wrong. Like brother, come on now, this is this is a child. It's a little black queen. Like, and I would hate for you know somebody a, a child's um self esteem to be impacted by some of the horrible things that are said about them on social media. Media, but you know, it is. Yeah, uh, Kit Clouds, and you better hold my secrets too. You better not tell nobody. Uh -huh, Kit Clouds, he don't tell it. Listen, he, he better he, not he tell, tell it. nobody. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, let's get off into this topic, baby, because they ready. They 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 ready. Girl. Um, yeah, will black women be accountable to um the men that they've um that they've essentially uh hurt? Will they be um, accountable? And what does that mean? What What does that even look like when we say, will they be accountable? To me, it looks like them saying that they were wrong for the way they've treated men. They've, they're wrong for the way they've manipulated men. Mm -hmm. um, they're wrong. You know, that's, that's them admitting to their wrongdoing and then not practicing the behaviors anymore. Mm -hmm. um, what does that mean for you? Because I, definitely have an answer so to me what that means regarding black women being accountable to the men that they destroy it is them owning up to and it would be them owning up to the error of their ways it would be them saying publicly that i was wrong it would be them refraining from generalizing all black men it would be them acknowledging the era of their ways and some of the choices that they've made as it relates to not identifying red flags with some of the black men that they've dealt with and saying i was wrong in that that's not an all black man thing um it would also mean you know giving black men their due respect it would also mean stop with the public campaign to um, berate and, and denigrate black men and, you know, respecting them and um, and um, being in, in, in um, unity with them um, as it relates to 
fighting the system as opposed to continuing on with the constant division and you know divisiveness that we see in our our on social media each and every day um so yeah just public acknowledgement of the error of their ways is how they would start okay um shout out to tedros court um thank you so much for the super chat tedros, tedros. We appreciate it um i don't ever think they would be accountable um, because I think they feel like black men deserve every fucked up thing that's been done to them. And I think that um, a lot of women um, feel that men should just man up. Men should forget about it. What is the point? Um, what's the problem? I think they actually feel emboldened to do it. Um, a lot of women will take other women's traumas and things that other women have been through and then they'll hear some things that happen to a black man and well you know what they deserved it that's what they get um if they had a did a b c d then this wouldn't be happening but i i don't think they will ever be accountable um for anything that they've done to black men um if you look at jada pinkett smith mm, that's a good one and you know when it came down to will slapping um chris rock jada didn't give a damn about uh will slapping chris rock. Mm -hmm. jada was like okay and <laughs> you i have alopecia that's the important thing here i have alopecia my alopecia should be at the forefront of this whole crisis mm -hmm. because it is a women's issue mm -hmm. because I don't have any hair and I am embarrassed about that. That should be the main focus. Um, it shouldn't be me giving Will a look or me not saying anything to Will mm -hmm. or me saying, you know, or a, even acting like it's okay. Um, I think a lot of women feel emboldened and it's like for, for uh for what that's their responsibility it's their responsibility to fix themselves it's mm -hmm. their responsibility to take whatever the fuck we dish out and like it and not have anything to say about it and if you do have something to say about it then i'm gonna tell you how much of a man that you're not i'm gonna mm -hmm. call you all kind of bas and tell you you ain't shit because okay you haven't been able to accept my abuse and deal with it. And I think that's the Maybe. attitude of a lot of black women. Um, listen, baby, you on a roll and I would agree with you. I do want to know though, when we talk about, because I know black women are going to be asking the question, like in what ways have we destroyed black men? So I want to highlight like some of the ways that black women have quote unquote destroyed black men, um, as a way to move the conversation forward. Cause we got to know what we're talking about and what we're referring to, um, uh, in order to talk about the solutions. Okay. So I have, um, they've sexually abused boys and those boys never got their traumas resolved. And so, um, being that those boys haven't got their traumas resolved, not saying that this happens to everybody that's been sexually abused, but most sexually abused people have been abused. Most abusers have been abused before. Um, to me, that's one way, um, to me, them weaponizing their children against men and destroying men in that way um cheating on men um being highly manipulative i think those are ways that i think they've destroyed black men 
Okay, I got a few. Um, so just off the top of my head, and there are more, but I think, uh, you know, in, in situations of paternity, lying about paternity, like that can be very damaging to a man and have long lasting effects. Um, I think, um, you know, unfair, or unequal treatment of young boys, literally allowing having a son and standing in the gap for girls and talking about, uh, you know, kind of pushing feminist agenda and, and essentially, you know, elevating your daughter above your son not um caring for him and 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 um standing up for him in the same way that you would your daughter so unfair or unequal treatment of young boys um not protecting young boys so allowing young boys to be in situations where they're not protected and that's something that i'm seeing black women do with their children as a whole um also i would say um um you know, putting men before the, their sons, um, like putting their sons out before they've reached manhood. Um, I would say having, you know, making their sons fend for themselves when they're still, um, when they should still be under the care of their mothers. Um, uh, also playing men, like playing them and, you know, laughing about them, using them for what they have or what you can get from them and making them think that, you know, you have a real interest in them. Um, those are just some of the ways I could think of off the top of my head. Oh, I think those are some good ones. Um, some really good ones. Um, but is there any incentive for them to take accountability and responsibility? And if so, what would that incentive be? Uh, that's a great question. So I do think there's an incentive. Um, I think the incentive is not, it, it's communal. I think the incentive is literally, we complain about the state of the black community. The incentive is seeing a better community. The incentive is seeing more emotionally mature, emotionally sound men. The incentive is not turning out boys who will need a lifetime of therapy, not turning out boys who will turn into the very men who broke your heart. Um, the incentive is also, um, um, you know, uh, men trusting, being more able or more willing to trust women, um, bridging that gap, that, that massive gap that we have that, is, that we refer to as division between Black men and Black women. Um, the incentive is seeing a united community where we can focus on bigger issues as opposed to the trivial and, you know, nuanced situations that we've experienced with one another. Um, so I think there, those are some of the incentives, and I think that there are great incentives that could have long-lasting payoffs that would last for generations if we can um if we can you know work through this but what what incentives would you say they have um to be honest with you if we being like all the way up front 100 i don't think there is any incentive um an incentive oh. If if she goes forward and admits that she's been wrong about certain things, that's going to force her to take a look at self and evaluate self from a, a ground standpoint to see exactly where she fucked up at. And why would she actually sit there and be accountable for the things that she fucked up when she doesn't have to take accountability when society doesn't hold her accountable and then she's able to point the finger at a man and say well it's his fault i'm this way it's his fault the community's fucked up everything is their fault um because they're supposed to be the leaders and if she's taking a um on 
accountability and taking responsibility for that, then that does take the onus off of men. And why would they take the onus off of men when it's been so easy um, to villainize black men and to make black men out to be the, the evil person? Um, and everybody has bought into that. Um, so I would still say that there are incentives. Now, they may not feel that the incentives is worth it. They may not feel that the incentives is as much of a benefit to them. Most of the incentives are not individual, but they're going to be more benefits to the group. So they may feel like, you know, it ain't worth it. Like, why, why do I care? Or, you know, why would I admit that I've been wrong and admit the error of my ways to benefit the whole group? Um, nah, I, I'm not doing that. And and to that, I say, then you have no right to complain about the state of the black community. Uh oh. If oh, you're sure. not willing to acknowledge the error of your ways, and especially because you feel as though your focus is on you as an individual and not the group, then how do you expect black men to to solely focus on the group and put their individual needs aside? Um, because if black men don't then that means I still get to challenge your manhood. I still get to emasculate you. I, I still get to tell you how much better of of a species that I am as a black woman because nobody's holding me accountable, including me. I don't have to hold myself accountable. Um, I get to do what I want. I get to tell you uh, what you need to be doing. I get to tell you what kind of man that you should be. But if I put onus on myself, then that means um, I'm gonna have to dig deep and get down to the bottom of my issues. And why would I do that when this system has worked for me? So I, I don't think, Real incentives would be a better community and really getting down to the root causes of a lot of our problems within our community. And black women do have half that responsibility, if not more, um, with the results of how our communities have turned out. We, we, we have a hand in that. And, you know, it's something that we need to do. Um, I'm going to read the super chat shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says short answer. Nah. Okay. For real. It's rare. It typically takes something drastic to happen before the other side is acknowledged. You are absolutely positively correct there, Mr. Curlin and shout out to Nuradine. He says you ladies are right because Jimmy Butler's mother made it, made it homeless at 13 for when he became an NBA player trying to come back in his mm -hmm. life and mm -hmm. he wants nothing to do with her. We see those stories all the time. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I do have a question for you too. Go ahead. So um, we know, you know, most black women are going to say like, um, will deny that they are responsible for destroying black men. Most black women, even many of those who have been in the position where they played black men or done some of the things that we named that could potentially destroy a black man, um, they're going to say that it was in response to a black man dogging them out. So I want to know from you, what percentage of black or black women do you think have contributed to destroying black men? And what say you to those who say um, it was in response to what a black man did to me? Um, then I would say that those people need to heal um, for one, because if you 
if you if you're saying that it's in response and retaliation and don't get me wrong i am under that belief myself i am i am i am um <laughs> i am you know um i don't feel like you should get a chance to hurt me and you get to ride off in the fucking sunset and nothing you are happens. A to your heart facts all facts i i just i don't see life in that way um but i you know i feel like the punishment should fit the crime um i think it's over 50 percent I think it's over 50%. I do think there are great women out here. I don't think that women are all bad, like all the way around. I think you're gonna have women that smile in your face and will cut your fucking neck. Um, you have all types of women across the spectrum. So I don't just say, well, this woman looks like this, so she wouldn't be capable of that or whatever. I, I think it's um, a lot, lot more women than we would account for. Um, but I don't also think that it's in response to a lot of things. I think you do have evil entities that's just about that life and they do what they do. But, um, yeah, it, so I don't know. I, I, I think that if it is in response to, and they're saying that it's in response to, mm -hmm. then I don't know. I I think that's a really, really good question. I think that's a I, really good question. I think for those who say that, you know, anything that I've done wrong to a man is in response to, you know, the games men play or men playing me and this, that, and the other. I say to you, um, who's to say that he wasn't first played before he played you? So literally uh -oh. his response to you could have been in response to what someone did to him. And when does it end? When does the cycle end? Like, I think that, you know, as women, we tout ourselves as being the more emotionally mature, more emotionally intelligent species species in saying that then you know how is it that you can't take accountability and literally understand that just because someone else played you the person who's coming into your life doesn't necessarily deserve to be played you allowed yourself to be in a situation in many instances to be played by someone but how fair is it to you and are you thinking about the effects of your behavior when you say i'm going to play the next guy for you know, the sake of playing him because somebody else played me. Um, I think that you're not leveling the playing field when you do that, that you are causing further damage on someone who is not deserving because he typically isn't going to be the one who played you. Um, and of course, we see those situations where women get into the tip for tat with somebody who has played them. And then they're like, OK, I'm going to play you because you played me. And I think that there's no winners in those situations, that y'all both are losers, <laughs> that y'all both are playing a losing game that has dire consequences, that can have consequences such as children being birthed that, that, that you didn't plan for and or, you know, STIs, STDs, heartbreak, even, you know, situations like, uh, uh, and, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, what happened with trouble? You know, like, I feel like people don't understand the dangers of, like, the game playing that they involve themselves in. And it's really unfortunate. So I'm glad that you brought trouble up because that was a situation that I definitely wanted to hit on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read these super chats first and then I want to get off into that. Okay. But I think we kind of covered it a little bit on the last show, but yeah, let's talk about it though. Yeah. Um, shout out to Nuruddin again. He says my friend who owns a trucking firm, um, his wife put an order of protection against him for nothing. Um, for nothing. We know that she was cheating on him with her ex-boyfriend 
and her boyfriend was arrested for perjury. Um, Nerdine, you know, it'd be like two, three sides to a story. Child, I don't believe nothing. Anybody, I don't know. Um, it's so Nerdine again. He says now his ex-wife is finding out that when you commit perjury and try to get alimony, um, because judges don't like when you commit perjury on the stand. Okay, so I'm guessing she didn't get the alimony. Um, well, that was good. Um, he says his ex-wife is finding out real fast that a perjury conviction gets you no alimony and a criminal record. Um, thank you so much for that, Nerdine. Okay, so with the trouble situation, the girl that he ended up um, losing his life behind had just broke up with her boyfriend mm -hmm. like a week Three before. Days, I think they said a few days before. A few days before. Mm -hmm. And her boyfriend cheated on her. And I saw a content creator saying that, and I want to say a uh, shout out to Erica Lachey, I want to say it was. Mm -hmm. And it was an interesting conversation that she was having with like, okay, well, you know, we as women have to be preventative in the things that we do. Um, when it comes down to dealing with these men and i'm saying like to me it's certain things that can be prevented but i think if you're dealing with certain types of men um and this man cheated on you and it was dogging your ass out and you like f him i'm gonna do me um to me it's kind of hard to hold that woman in a in such an account um because you know, you're saying that it could have been prevented and it could have been prevented. But I also feel like if you, I don't know, I just, I felt weird about that because if she, if she chose to move on within three days or two days or whatever, whatever, that was her business and that was her right to do. Um, it's been men who will break up with their wives and girlfriends and sleep with somebody that same day. Um, and yeah. it's nothing. So, you know, I thought that was interesting when she was saying that, but then I'm like, I don't know. I, I think it's almost impossible to uh, hold certain standards um, when it comes to stuff like that. And I don't know if that situation um, was. Like, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, it's very dangerous. Um, and it is something that men need to be concerned about. A lot of men are very you know, and this is no fault of his. He didn't know how things would end, but are very quick to go home with a chick. And you don't know really, you know, what she got going on. I saw someone who recounted the situation with trouble and he was talking about how one day he was dealing with a chick and he went to her house and um, somebody was blowing her phone up and like they kept blowing her phone up back to back. And she said it was her ex. So literally they're getting cozier and cozier, you know, getting ready to get it in and her phone is still blowing up and he like man at least answer and say something like this is you know annoying and so she answers the phone but walks off into the other room and he could hear somebody yelling at her on the phone and she's going back and forth with him and he's like who in there and she's like nobody what you talking about and he thinking to himself like if that's your ex what you mean nobody so he said that the guy said well open up the door I'm at the door and he's seen the girl eyes get big as she walking back into the room. So he said he jumped up, put on, you know, put his pants on and, you know, grabbed what he had with him. And he like 
opened the door and she was like, what the fuck? Who told you? know, why well, I know you had that. And he's like, man, open the door. And she opened the door and it was him and his partner that walked in. And he was like, I don't care what y'all got going on, but I'm walking out of here. And he had to leave. But like some women play those types of games and, or sometimes people have just a messy breakup and some men don't just move on instantly. Sometimes like it takes like that. Sometimes that breakup could take, you know, some time to kind of work through. And as a result, you don't know if you get in Caught up in the crossfire so be careful to men who are you know getting with these women it is best to go to a neutral spot or you know if you know you don't have nothing going on take her back to your home but um i do believe that um you know in situations where a woman knows she has some unfinished business with a guy and or she's still dealing with him but she trying to get back at him by bringing somebody else you are absolutely uh could be accountable for destroying not one but two men you could destroy the life of someone you could be sending somebody to jail and or somebody had that on their conscience that they had to do whatever to get out of a situation and you could be destroying the tr- and or you could simply be destroying the trust that the man had in you that you know you were being loyal and then you got somebody in trying to make him mad or get back at him like those are dangerous games that people play and i think that when you in those types of situations there's no excuse you can't be like oh he was playing games with me like literally you got two men to two men in your own life that's hanging in the balance because to my understanding the girl that was with trouble she got beat up pretty bad and was in icu that first day oh wow yeah wow so um but to me i think that that comes with a certain type mm-hmm. um too um and if you're the type to run in and out of those types of relationships and it's tumultuous and it's dramatic mm-hmm. and y'all breaking up and arguing and fighting and shit every other fucking day mm-hmm. and then you know the dude blowing up your phone and you sitting there laughing like you didn't got the one up on the dude because you do want him to feel some type of way you do mm-hmm. want him to feel jealous you do want to piss him off because you want to repay him back for the feelings that he put you through yeah. um when it comes down to stuff like that i it gets to be um really really shaky because the the culture that we're um fostering mm-hmm. right now is called for these types of games. You have a pump and dump culture that everybody is buying into. Um, the girls are getting just as bad as the guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, the girls are playing more games. They're pumping and dumping. They become more manipulative. Um, girls are trying to get guys out of that bag or whatever. And um, you know, it's like everybody's trying to do this shit with no emotions, no feelings, not caring who they fuck over in the, in the, in the, in the whatever. Um, and they just doing whatever. So, you know, everybody's just participating and nobody cares. So absolutely. It's, you know, so it's, it's crazy. Bro. I'm gonna tell you something like literally from the time I was a kid. So, um, my grandmother had a gift and with her gift, she, told somebody that 
their wife was being unfaithful. And um, when she did that, it resulted in the man taking someone else's life. And she kind of held on to that and she would tell us about it. And I knew from the time I was a kid, I remember hearing that story about like my grandmother, like it stopped her from using her gift. So um, uh, I literally believe from the time I was a young child that um, you, you don't even play like that. Like you don't even like as a woman i'm not bringing nobody to my house or a house where another dude got a key or where he think i'm single or where it's a messy breakup he's still hanging on like i don't want that on my conscience and you know like i I just don't understand women who like believe or who uh subscribe to like playing those types of games i mean if you're gonna go do your thing like do it elsewhere like literally if a fool walk in there he gonna take you and him out you know what i mean it's just silliness to me yeah i i think a lot of women are just kind of like oh well you know um it's all good you know it's not that big of a deal you know these niggas ain't shit anyway girl you Mm. know so i should just be able to fuck them over because honey it's a city girl summer it's a hot girl summer i'm doing me he should Mm -hmm. be out doing him and And everybody has this la-di-da attitude everything so a lot of women don't care a lot of women saying i'm not putting the blame on her i don't want nobody to listen to this and get the wrong story like clearly that fool was out of his mind and he is the person to blame he you know and i know that that girl has gotten a lot of hate because of the situation but i'm saying you as a woman or as a man you invite somebody over you know you got a messy situation like you know go to a hotel or something like you know you could literally be saving some preserving the life of somebody you know you know you got or at least give him a heads up like tell him like hey you know i broke up with my ex but he is crazy give the, give him a heads up and give him the, or her the choice but you Do know that. what then the man isn't um because for one she could have turned her phone on silent um she could have done a lot of things was packing so, but he like I, I think the guy the guy broke down the door but they said he had something with him girl he probably didn't have an opportunity i don't know to get to it but like i said uh some things are a straight ego boost to some women and the fact that he was blowing up her phone especially after um you know they went through a domestic situation and he's sitting there blowing up her phone she probably felt like she was their chick and a lot of women a lot of immature women relishing that kind of shit and it's cute to them and it's funny um but she she probably like i mean he just can't get enough like whatever it was but like now somebody you know lost their life then lost their life over some bullshit that really probably could have been prevented but Mm -hmm. you know like i said it's no um it probably i don't know you you don't know how people uh process shit but it's like she probably don't even feel nothing like oh well she says she does and you know she she feels awful and yada 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 but i don't know but um i I have another question for you so what about for the women who say because men love to say this in this space 
it's not me who destroyed him. He allowed himself to be played. Just like, you know, women, I mean, men love to tell women that they allowed themselves to be in those situations or they, you know, permitted themselves to be dogged out for staying or sticking around or whatever. So what about those women who say he allowed himself to be played? I'm not accountable. Why should I be accountable for destroying him when he allowed it? Um, I think those women have a lot, a lot of issues, but you know, um, shit tends to come full circle. So you saying that this is cool. So now when he sits here and dogs your ass out, you're not going to be able to have anything to say either because you know, that was his right to do what he did to you. Oh, well, um, and the fact that we have like a society like that to where it's like, well, you know, he could figure it out. You know, he hurt me. I, I get a chance to hurt him or it's his own responsibility to protect himself. Um, So then when the men become more heartless and all you're getting taken on is fucking coffee dates and then they don't even want to take your ass on a coffee date. They want to take your ass to the park on the first date. They don't even want to buy you ice cream. They'll take your ass to the park and then y'all get bottled waters and then they still trying to invite themselves over your house for Netflix and chill on that first night. And then they're not holding doors for your ass. Um, when you walk through the door, they're looking at you on social media every time a, a black man dies and you're in celebration of or you're not in support of. Um, you create the bed that you're lying in. You're telling men don't talk to you when you're out in public. Um, don't pay you any attention when you're out in public. But then when the shit actually starts to happen, now you have more women complaining on social media than ever before about the state of the current dating market. There's no good men out here. All the good men are gone. All the, all of them are taken. Um, you're relegated to a certain type then the other types are running off with white women you have something to say about that it's a lot and yeah, girl it's a lot it's a lot i think that um yeah girl it's a, i it's think a lot. um for me I, I put the biggest onus on the person that's committing the 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 um off the the bad act so the person that's committing the bad act the bigger degree of uh, accountability and responsibility lies on your shoulder now there does come a time in some situations where you know that you're being played you know this person is a piece of crap and you stick around and then there's a degree of accountability for you to hold to but i am a firm believer that it's up to you as the person to do the right thing. It's up to you to be morally sound. It's up to you to operate and treat people the way in which you would want to be treated from jump anyways. And, you know, yeah. And, and then you then you don't have an argument of this person allowed it or, you know, uh, why am I? Why should I be accountable for what they permitted? I kind of like. I'm not it sounds like a, a what you call it mindset though like predatory mindset y'all can see that too like whenever i've heard that even in this space i'm not the biggest fan of that argument because you have a choice to dog somebody out just because um somebody is naive they're they have low self-esteem they're insecure and they're not stopping you from dogging you out like that says more about you and your character and the type of person that you are than it does about them so yes there are some people that after a while after they're they know what they're enduring they stay and they stick through it and they still they allow themselves in that situation to be dogged out but i still believe that 
the greater degree of responsibility falls on the person that's dogging them out, not them. Yeah. Um, shout out to Keep It 100. He uh, said something. It's victim blaming and narcissistic. Um, but mm -hmm. we are mm -hmm. creating like the biggest narcissistic uh, society that I've ever seen because it's like every um, man for themselves. But you know of course somebody's gonna look back at the man and say well why didn't you stop this why didn't you fix this but when men try to fix things um you have women telling them to kiss their ass and stay out of our business why are you in women's business why are you concerned so yeah you know um I, and it makes you feel kind of bad because it's like when they do try to tell you and exert some leadership over it over our community, then everybody has a problem with that until shit is all the way fucked up. Then you want yeah. them to come in and fix it. So, I mean, I think we're playing with a double-edged sword. Um, we are creating bigger divisions with the game playing. Uh -huh. We're creating a whole, whole, I think the divide is really, really coming with the city girl culture. I agree, but you know, the other thing is that, um, like, you know, you hear people say, oh, you know, this man was abusive. He was beating her and she stayed. Um, there is a such thing as Stockholm syndrome. And there's something similar for those women who are being abused. Like literally they've studied the chemical components of the mind of abuse victims. And literally there is something, there's like a chemical imbalance once you start to become abused because, you know, our body produces different chemicals and stuff too. Um, and there's a change in your um, in your chemical balance um, when you become abused. So literally, you know, sometimes it's purely like psychological, like you don't even understand yourself why you're staying. But there are some changes that your mind goes through when you become the victim of, a, of, of abuse, just like those who have Stockholm syndrome, those who, who relate to their captors, those who you have an Elizabeth Smart who is, who is allowed out in public and she's been kidnapped for a number of years and sexually assaulted and she doesn't run away. And even when she does, she empathizes with her captor. There was a woman, a young girl who was, um, kidnapped from the hospital by a woman and who raised her and then they later found found out who her mom was they jailed the woman who raised her and she still calls that woman her mom still has a relationship with her and has a hard time connecting with her bio mom there is there are some things that we don't understand because we're not in the realm of psychology that happens to the mind when you are abused and now i saw a study that talked about this and it was talking about physical abuse but i'm curious to to know if that same thing could happen when you're psychologically abused, when somebody has beat you down and they're continuing to cheat and they're continuing to do these things because we as women will internalize what they're doing and say, I'm not good enough or why is what's wrong with me and all of these things. So it's possible that even being psychologically abused or psychologically beat down that um, you're impacted so much so that you don't just immediately leave 
because you understand what this person is doing. So I don't know. That's just my theory. But I have read um, papers and, and um, an actual uh, article, excuse me, in a um, medical journal regarding um, the psychological effects or the, the, the chemical makeup, excuse me, not the psychological effects, but the chemical makeup of a person who has been abused and how that prevents them from immediately leaving. And there were comparisons made to um, Stockholm Syndrome. I think that's a really interesting point um, because it does take a while for those women to leave mm -hmm. or, you know, people to leave abuses, abusive relationships. But my question to you would be, if, if we become adults and clearly there's something wrong in relationships where you're being abused, mm -hmm. Isn't it ever on the person who's being abused to leave those situations and to seek help? And I mean, like psychological help when they understand that there's a problem. And yeah. Like, it how is. long do you get to exist in those relationships and blame everybody else when you know that there's a problem? Like, your abuser is going to be your abuser. Mm -hmm. But if you continue to stay in that situation, there's not too much that I can do if you're choosing to make those You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I well, you know, logically, of course, that's how we think. But literally, there is scientific data that shows that this person, just like a, a person who is depressed, their their chemical makeup is not the same as a person who does not have, um, you know, chronic chronic depression um, and or a person who's fighting addiction like we may not understand it and you know because we don't understand it as lay people that are not in that field but there is scientific yeah. data that supports the fact that this person's psych that, that the psychological um, the psych um, excuse me this person is psychologically impacted by the abuse that they've endured and as a result of that their chemical makeup is impacted and changes and that's why it's so difficult for them to leave now to your point though and and I understand that and I, I try to be understanding of that now that I'm aware of that information but I have very little mercy and sympathy for those people who allow their children to be in those situations yes. so I get it you're being abused you can't leave but if you retain custody of your children and you allow your children to be in a situation where you're being abused and that results in the children being abused and or worse um i'm I, 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 you you got to take some fault for that <laughs> you know Absolutely. they don't have the ability to leave their babies um shout out to mr research he says white girls are sucking up the quote settle for less black men and boring black men who own property white girls are not joining black women on the anti-male train you know what mr research um that is absolutely true um because I think that they're taught like all that swag shit. Don't get me wrong. They like swag as well. But if Bill is making $145,000 a fucking year and Bill is wearing those goddamn buddies out the grocery store, yeah. she knows that she can dress Bill like however the fuck she wants to dress Bill and Bill probably gonna go. Um, but like us, we'll see uh, what's going on and Mm, he he dressed like this or he listens to kevin samuels or he oh, listens oh, to oh. the manosphere and i could never date one of those guys those guys mm -hmm. just don't like women 
or you know they want somebody to be submissive and why the hell should i have to cook and clean and be be an actual fucking woman why should i have to do that for a man like how dare he ask me to be a woman you know the thing um, is white women i think that first of all like the average black guy even like black guys that the black community would see as lame um they're more swaggy than white dudes so literally they can get a black guy who is not um swagged out but to them they admire our culture so much that having a black guy like literally there's this guy he is a news anchor uh, on the news in um, Georgia and white people love him. They be having him singing like black hip hop songs. And yeah. he's the person that the black community would see as lame. He's actually biracial, but um, the black community would see as lame, but white people see him as hip and as cool and as swagged out. But our standard for swag is different and he's still swaggier than the average white man. So I think that what, what we view as swagged out and what white people view as swagged out, I think we have a different standard. But I do agree that, you know, also those women are looking, will look at the fact that, oh, you know, he has earning potential or they're, they're going to look at other things outside of his swag or his physical appearance. Whereas most black women, that's the number one thing we looking at. Yeah. And we can't get past it. Um, girl, if he don't meet the friend test, if I bring him over to the house and my friends finally <laughs> looking crazy, oh, his ass got to go. And hell, a lot of women will join in making fun of the dude. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> it's like you, you, you. How can I put this? It's almost like you get everything, a lot of the talking points that the mental sphere says, but you still be wanting to be in denial about the shit. Like we can't be this fucking stupid. We can't be this bad. And then every time you turn around, you will see more and more clips and shit off of social media. And the people that make it to social media end up becoming our representation. And we look crazy and silly as fuck. We look silly, mm -hmm. real silly. Um, girl, you want to drop this link for a hot minute? It's gonna be yeah, just a hot minute. Um, we'll we'll drop it for just a hot minute and um, allow folks to come up and join the conversation. Um, I don't know. I think that the thing is, you know, being honest, I think that we do a lot to destroy one another. Um, I've talked in the past about people in this very space who promote um, degenerate behavior that can destroy black women. Um, and in addition to that, I've seen black women engage in behavior that quite frankly destroys black men. Um, I think that on both sides, there is room for improvement. I think that on both sides, there are areas of opportunity <laughs> there. Um, it needs to be acknowledgement of the harm that we're doing to one another. And we need to be accountable for the harm that we're doing to one another. Like we can't grow unless we acknowledge we can't grow um, if we want, if we are, are, are determined to 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 um continue to deny the obvious to deny our role in impacting black men to deny our role in you know um creating a 
culture of black men who don't trust black women, creating a culture of black men that we say aren't emotionally intelligent. Like we have to acknowledge our role and we have to actively change that if we want to see things change. If we want improvements in our community, we can start with something as small as our individual interactions with black males. Okay. Um, well, Marcus, what's up? What are your thoughts on what's the topic? Good? What's up? What's going on? Hey, hey. Um, I've said often on my own platform, I don't think that women are interested in the changes that they say that they're interested in relating to this uh, topic. I really don't believe it. You're uh coming in a little low, is it me? Uh am I? Hold on, let me turn Um I can hear him fine. Okay. You know, let what? me turn this Child, thing up. What I about now? Is that better? My ear. You're good. I'm yeah, sorry. that's way better. <laughs> okay. So um first of all, there's nothing in this current culture and society that really forces women to um straighten up their attitudes or whatever the case may be. Uh there's everything everything in our culture tells them that they're doing nothing wrong and anything that is happening in their lives that's undesirable is the fall of someone else and you know i again i don't i don't think that they want like you know we we get into these discussions about improving the community and you know the outcomes of uh black children and the family and this and that i don't think they care about that stuff i think that they care more about being able to do what they want to do and not be criticized for it. And they'll take all of those losses as casualties for that. So what what is the purpose then for the constant complaints and constant discussions about the state of the black community and what black men aren't doing and how black men aren't building? What What's the basis for those conversations? No, that's, that's passing the blame. Mm. That's passing the blame. So again, I'm not I'm not here to 100% absolve black men. I mean, we have those conversations all the time and those conversations are acceptable. It's these conversations that are unacceptable in, you know, in the in in the greater conversations of, on relationships. The thing is, them saying what they want from men, they don't want to do the things that would affect those outcomes. So they don't really care about those things because if they did, they would do those things. So again, what's more, I don't listen to what people say. I watch what they do. So what's more important is that they're able to do what they want to do, not get penalized for it and shift all that blame to black men. Then you got a bunch of black men who, you know, we, we know we, we call them simps that agree with, you know, their complaints and say yes it's black men and black men need to do this and that and the other and these same women just like white supremacy does do everything they can to prevent black men from doing the same things that they're saying black men should do because they don't want those they don't care about those results they say it but they really don't care they rather do what they're doing they like the freedom of of being able to do what they're doing without criticism or consequence or whatever and they like being able to blame someone else i agree i agree, I agree with I, that. 
and and real quick because i don't have a lot of time thank you guys for having me um i sent you something danielle and i really hope that you have an opportunity to cover it because that shows exactly what the brother just got finished explaining right you got mm -hmm. a chick that was born in 1985 she's 36 years old and she has eight children by i believe six different men but yet she's talking about how she wants a uh, a man that makes a million dollars to come in now and swoop and take in and take her and those children in all except one because one is deceased and then be a provider male for her and see black men have enlightened themselves and they've, we've actually gotten a lot smarter than what we used to be it's not well let me change that it's not that we've gotten so much smarter it's that we've under we began to understand the manipulation tactics and the way that we were taught for years you have a lot of female-centered males out here who were taught that way because they were raised by single mothers of their household. So right. this is why, so this is why the black mother, i.e. the black woman, the black girlfriend, the black wife, the black partner can't do no wrong in the eyes of a lot of men. Facts. Do you understand? So instead of instead of beating around the bush and playing with it, we, what we have to do is have the real holistic conversation. I haven't used that word in, so, in, in quite some time. What we have to do is have the honest, real, holistic conversations. Chew through the fat and get to the bone of what the real problem is. The real problem is we live in a society today where 90% of the people who are engaging in relationships are all about themselves. The selfish attitude. I ain't going to do wifey shit for a man. Don't marry me, this, that, and the third. But when do you begin to do um, wifey things for the man that you want to marry you? So it's a proven thing on both sides. I'm going to be real quick and I'm going to close it and pass the mic. <laughs> I've said this time and time and time again before. In the modern era in 2022, here's the problem. Black women are trying to get what black men have in their pockets. Stop freeze, nobody say anything without giving up next to little, if anything, that they have in their panties. Freeze. Here's the second half of that. Black men are trying to get what black women have in their panties without giving up next to next to little, anything that they have in their wallets. This is the game that we're playing. Right? This is why relationships are failing. This is why relationships are not lasting. The old time relationships are not lasting. This is why, because everybody, nobody wants to let anybody get over on them. Girl, I was fucking him. Well, girl, you fucking him, you should get your cell phone paid. He should be paying your car note. Nigga, if you taking this motherfucker out to eat, and nigga, if you paying for her car note and her cell phone, nigga, she should be fucking you on regular. That's the problem. We live in a very selfish society. And until we put away all of that shit, we get back to looking at the person for who the person is. And that way we'll figure out if we really want to be in a relationship with them or not. Let me look at this woman for who this woman is. Does she make me happy? Is she willing to do the things that I need to have done? Let me look at this man for who this man really is. Is he willing to protect and provide for me? That's the problem. I but think, I, y'all um... got it. I think that a lot of our culture where we're, we're such an, in an untrusting place to where we don't trust each other. We don't trust each other with the bare minimums. Imagine being able to be on social media, talk to the same people every day for years and still scared to tell a person your full name because you're afraid to be doxxed or Man, business out on front street. You know, it is mm. crazy as hell. 
but that's the type well, of society that we're fostering and we see it like it's well reason though you know what i mean like people have proof and people are afraid of getting hurt and or very protective no. of their own personal information because they've seen like literally you know, it would be insanity to not protect your yourself and your personal information because we've seen too many instances where right. someone doesn't say or doesn't like something you say and they use the information they have on you for evil. How can I get mad at Concrete Danielle or anybody else on this panel over a conversation that we had? Why would that prompt me to want to go and look up their place of employment, call their place of employment, their boss, and then you know, and then and then say some shit, make some shit up to cause a problem with that person on their job. This is the problem that we have, with, which is called crabs in a barrel. A lot of Negroes, both men and women, are out here with this same mentality. They don't give a shit. I'm hurt, so I will hurt you. Hurt, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. I disagree with what you said. I don't like the way you said that to me. So let me see if I can embarrass you. We're in the call out society. That's the problem. I, I think it, more. I hate to say it. I'm a hate, I hate to say it like this. I, I, I see that happen more with women because women um, in this culture are told that your feelings cannot be hurt no matter what. There you go. I agree. They're, 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 I mean, you know, we, we tell men the truth all the time. Or your feelings are not supposed to get hurt. Yeah, your feelings because you are, are you're a woman and you are you're supposed to be allowed to say and get away with different things. We, we, we got people agreeing with men committing violence against other men on behalf of women's feelings whether you want to talk about will smith or you got people you know celebrating the death of 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 people who they disagreed with because of feelings nobody is doing this on behalf of men we don't care about men's feelings we tell them the truth all the time whether it hurts them or not or we or, or, or we we get malicious with them but when it comes to women uh hurting a woman's feelings may as well be physical abuse in 2022 those are facts brothers because we will tell our homeboys nigga you broke nigga you but need you to get a what? job but you how many females will tell their i'm sorry danielle real quick how many females will tell their homegirl girl you know your butt too big for them pants girl you know that you know that that skirt too short for you right. girl you know you don't need to wear that girl you need to put that chicken down girl you, how many of y'all <laughs> willing to do that but we the, men don't have a problem with telling other men i've told plenty of my homeboys nigga now you know better you know you don't need to be out here dressed looking like that nigga. Why you, nigga, you right. 45 years old. Why you trying to dress like you 17? You know them right. skinny jeans don't fit, nigga. Right, right. Um, I was just going to say, um, I'm it's sorry. interesting Go ahead, that you talked about the abuse aspect of, because now if you're on social media and somebody says something that you don't like, women will literally call that abuse and i've seen that and i'm sitting there i'm like they you will participate violence. in some of the most egregious things across this social media platform but then if violence. a man calls you a bitch right. or calls you out your name you will sit there and say that this man is abusing you and i'm like how the hell does that work with adults and then in situations where we could literally just log off We'll see, uh, jump right in the middle of and then call abuse on a guy. I, I think it's crazy. But see, you you don't even have to use profanity or, or insults. You can just tell someone your opinion, your point of view, or you can give them criticism. Okay? Criticism is received as abuse or 
the word I've been hearing, hearing lately is violence. They, they are calling it violence. Oh, you're being violent. This is violence. I can, I, I, you know me, I keep receipts. Okay. They are calling it violence now. So if you tell yep. what, 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 what Mr. Samuels was doing with women in regards to him telling them the truth is seen by some as violence. That's fact. Because you cannot tell some, but not all, a few, but not most, black women in general, black women in particularly, you can't tell them the truth. That is yeah. the, I was called mm -hmm. to a panel the other day, I was on YouTube and then I commented in somebody's chat and they were talking about black women's hair. And I was called mm -hmm. up to the panel to explain why black men are beginning to have an issue with weave. And as I begin to explain why black men are having an issue with weave, I got told that I was insensitive, that I didn't know. Now here I am, the son of a black, of black parents, a black mom, black father. Right. Here I am, been married and divorced to three different women. Here I am in a relationship with a black woman now. All I've ever dealt with was black women for the past 40 plus years. Here I am, the, the father of two black daughters, but I am being insensitive when I tell the truth as to why men, my version of what I feel is the truth of why black men have an issue with weed. I was called everything under the sun. 45, 55 year old middle-aged man and you the problem because you know because I won't give you an excuse. I right. won't sit up here and let, let you tell the lies about how you're wearing this weave and this wig and you ain't been without it in the past 20 plus years and now you, you're mad because your edges are gone. And now you're wondering why black men have a problem with it because we can't take you swimming. We can't take you to a water park. We can't take you to the pool. We can't do anything with you which requires you to do any type of physical activity. I was called to give that answer and I gave that answer. And all of a sudden I became violent, insensitive. Yeah, black black men in this space are not qualified. I'm gonna have, have to jump on the mic at some point, Danny. Oh, okay. I'm gonna yeah, oh, go ahead. This, I'm bro. done. I'm gonna let go, go ahead, Marcus, and then we'll uh, go ahead and yeah, I'll, I'll make this real short. Now in this in this current reality, we are not qualified. We are not uh you know suitable we, we we don't have any authority to make any criticisms or examinations of black women right um currently kendra g is basically doing exactly what kevin samuels did and i mean she's getting a little bit of smoke but not the amount of smoke that he got because you could take it from a woman you can't take it from us we we are not we're just not qualified or you know we have no authority to make any of these examinations or criticism criticisms but well, go ahead yo thank you I, I turned my mic down uh jr so hopefully that helps but um thank you for letting me know because it was on the max volume jay the conqueror says another successful sysbm stream keep up the great work ladies definitely appreciate that thank you thank you um for the super chat mr z will have you chime in and then we're moving right on to mr research so he can go ahead and get his off as well Thanks for having me up, ladies. Um, can you hear me well? Yes, we can. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> accountability is like anvils. It's like weights on your legs. And with these, these particular women do not want it. Do, they do not care for it. The brother that was saying it earlier that all the things that they say, and I think it was Marcus, um, all the things that they say are just excuses to badger us with, that's 100% right. You know, so, and this goes to what I always mention everywhere I go is that moral high ground 
right? So for, for us to advance women to a certain extent since the mid 60s, we pretended like they were morally superior to men. And a lot of sisters, women in general, black women specifically, actually bought into that. Some of them know it was all a game, and but many of them actually bought into it. They actually think they're morally superior to their male counterparts. Meanwhile, they still want you to take all the accountability for everything, including whatever they mess up, right? So like, like the accountability aspect of intimate relationships and of men-women relations in a community, we kind of see that going down the wayside because women want to be free. They want to do whatever they want to do. They just don't want the consequences of doing whatever they want to do. This is where you're supposed Amen. to be accountable as a man, right? As a man, you're supposed to save her, save the kids, save her from herself, save yourself, right? Like, and 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 quite frankly, we we believe it or not, I think most men would sign up for that. I know what I just said is crazy. Most men would even sign up for that, and that's regardless of race. If right. women didn't make it impossible to actually do, right? You can't make yourself insufferable and then still actually to save you from yourself, <laughs> right? Wow. That, and that's that's what we're dealing with now. Amen. Women are making themselves insufferable and then t demanding that men save everything and everyone, including the same insufferable ass woman, right? And, and the accountability part, I agree with y'all. I think for the most part, women will not be held accountable for their actions and for destroying them, their men. They won't be because we have too many simp-ass Michael Eric Dyson and Barack Obama niggas around the world that are, that are willing to defend women even from women attacking men. And all a woman has to do, especially in the black community, if you could couch your issues with black men as he hit me first, he started it first, I'm responding to him and his misgivings. I'm responding to him and his attitude. I'm responding. As long as you could couch whatever you do to men as you responding to men, as you having a grievance and you're responding or reacting, you could get away with murder in the black community. Mm -hmm. That's all a black woman, quite frankly, even black LGBTQ. Amen. All you gotta do is couch your issues with black straight men as you're responding to them and you could get away with murder. And that's right. what black women have been doing for the better part of 50 years now. Just couching whatever issues they have with black men as I'm just responding. Now, that uh, does bite them in the years. rear. You said 60? Well, okay, let's yeah, say 60. 60. But, uh, and, and, but now that does have a, a short shelf life. And what we're witnessing is that short shelf life. When your sons and grandsons say, yeah, you know what? I'd rather jack off and play video games, right? Hey, because hey, nobody hey. thought the boys would get to that point. You know, real quick, real quick. But nobody thought the boys would get to that point. And if you're if you're going to try to get the men to come back out, you're going to have to hold the women accountable when we cannot treat them. We cannot in infantilize these women if they claim to be autonomous people with agency, if they claim to be adults, you have to treat them like adults. That means that you're, you might have to build more female prisons. That means you might have to start taxing women with child abuse. That means you might, you, you might have to start doing these things because you realize that women may not be worse than men, but that also means they're not better than men. Right. And, they, right. and, and the way they, that, that's all it is. You know, and if you're gonna hold them accountable, you have to be prepared for what that looks like when they show you that they're not morally superior to their male counterparts. And our society, I'm gonna be honest with you, we still ain't ready yet. We have this little niche 
manosphere thing and then even a smaller black manosphere where we're having those type of conversations. But the overall society is not ready to, because what I'm kind of saying is to a certain extent, certain parts of patriarchy are gonna have to go, right? And, oh, and, with you, and, and a lot of people aren't willing to let that go. And that goes for men and women. And that's what I charge feminists with, right? If y'all really want to be on some I am woman, hear me roar, are you really ready to see what that looks like for real? Not the glamorous no, parts, but the other parts where you actually get in trouble for the shit you do when you do something wrong. Right. And you get hit with the same type of time a man would. And I'll pause right there with a comment, believe y'all go ahead. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was actually, oh, Mr. Z, you you definitely was preaching. You had your Wheaties today. Interestingly enough, I see some women like campaigning for a woman who um, was jailed uh, as a result of going along with a partner um, who was going to quote unquote rob somebody and he ended up killing an innocent person and um, he was sentenced to death. She was sentenced to life, but his sentence was commuted to death and she's saying she they're trying to get kim kardashian to advocate to um have her sentence reduced um and it's like well you were part you you were with him during the commission of a felony which resulted in the loss of life and that is the standard you are going to be sentenced to you know life or you would be charged with the same crime essentially but they're saying because she didn't pull the trigger she shouldn't get the same punishment and we see that all the time where women can do the exact same thing that a man does because there are a ton of men who have rode along with other guys who didn't pull the trigger and are in jail and are actually have the same sentence mm -hmm. as the person who pulled the trigger that's not something foreign that's not a new concept but because it's a woman people are fighting and asking Kim Kardashian and other um, activists to get involved and try to get her sentence reduced. It's You're crazy. right, Con You're right, Concrete. And this is the thing: women have been asking for, like I said, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in front of nobody. If I did, please forgive me. Is, yeah, it was somebody else in the right Okay. To, uh, women, sorry, women have, and I said this a minute ago. Women have been asking for equality for over sixty plus years. Right. Now that equality that you asked for is here, it's banging you right in your face you're being met with it men are now saying hey if i take your id are we smashing or no well no okay he splits check okay that's equality right that's equality you, you, you commit this you commit the crime you commit murder okay you get sentenced to die well th that's equality okay uh you 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 you, you, you want to live a certain lifestyle get mm -hmm. out here you want to earn a certain amount of money? Go out here and become a, a, a pipe layer, a brick layer. Go out here and become a highway engineer. Go out here and become a fireman. But guess what? Now you have to actually perform. You no longer get to hide behind the cloak of being a woman. You want equality? You want things to be equal? Here it is. Women, Brother, could I do one better me, for you? Even hold on. Oxy violence. Real quick, Let me actually let Mr. I'm Research sorry. get in here before we go off and okay, okay. someplace I'll, else. I'll go after that. Yeah, I, I want to let, let him in real quick. Um, Jr., I turned it down to midway, so 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 the twenty five minutes I've heard, man. Uh, I, I'll start off with what I agree with. Uh, Z, I agree with what he said. Uh, in in regards to matter of fact, general. Thank you, sir. Gen general also yes, sir. Also about the equality and Mr. Z, uh, I forgot the point. It's been so it's been a while ago, but you did make a great point around the time C. Rose said it was a good point. So I'll, I'll start there. Those are some great points. Here's here's where I disagree with the 25 minutes of what I've heard. 
at the end of the day, these chicks were helped by black males. The same black males that complain about what these chicks do is the black males who was helping these chicks. They was Pharaoh, they was Umar, they was all these dudes way before now, when dudes like myself, way back before the internet was saying, no, split the check, make these chicks work for it. These, I am harder on chicks than most of these guys in the manosphere, because most of these guys in the manosphere care. They care to make the women hear them. No, we, we don't need to make them hear us. Lawyer up, civilly suit them, get your Amber Heard on. Uh, call the cops first. Uh, I brought a uh, uh, call the cops first and uh, use your cell phone against these chicks to videotape when they out of pocket. I I've been saying this for a minute. We care too much. We want them to verbally acknowledge our logic. That's, that's really what it is. These chicks are not going to do it. And if these black chicks go away, you're going to see the black manosphere complaining about Asian chicks. You're going to see them complaining about uh, Latin chicks. Because at the end of the day, you can't keep champion chicks to the point where they feel like they got power. You don't see that happening in some of the non-black communities because they are not allowed to assume they're going to have some type of power. These chicks know we want to pipe them. That's no. Well, I, I didn't I interrupt. agree with that. I, I'm I, sorry. I, I'm not trying to interrupt I, you. I'm just saying I, I, it's I an interjection. Let me do this real quick. It's an interjection. So, I agree. So, so, so the thing is, is that yes, these chicks are out of pocket, but you got some dudes living with their baby mama right now doing videos about uh, chicks every week. You with your baby mama. Mm. Why, why don't you, why don't you leave that? Now, look, I'm not supposed to say that because we ain't supposed to be truthful. Okay. So let's dig into these chicks. How did Cynthia G even get to where she is? Black men helping her. How, how did Paris Milan get where she is? How did how, how did Chrissy, black men pulling her on stage to have rumbles and debates when they were unknown by other women? Oh, no, no, she had something. Yeah, she had a couple of thousand, but she wasn't nothing until black dudes like Phil Scott started helping her. O'Shea started helping her. See, see, we got to stop capping. But, but I'm not supposed to say that. I'm just supposed to agree that chicks are terrible. These chicks have no power outside of black males. If black males was to go away tomorrow, let me get two more minutes. If black males was to go away tomorrow, these other cultures would form like Voltron and wipe these black women out. Black women would be getting fired from every job left and right because nobody fears black women. The only fear they have is what black men might do. But black men are busy trying to negotiate. Hey, black woman. Uh, I want to analyze you and 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 get you to understand, or I want to crack a goofy joke so I can make you laugh. We out here operating like male hyenas. If we're supposed to be pimps and players, how about telling that chick to get back on the track and break some heels? You're not going to do that because you really want to pipe these chicks. And the last 30 seconds is, even for people like Shaquille O'Neal, who went publicly and told you, black men, I'm going to tell my daughter to find a man she can control. See, the black men ain't going to make no videos about that. O'Shea did, but most dudes ain't. They ain't going to make no video about that because really it's the uncles, the nephews, a couple of thirsty dudes making these chicks like this. If dudes stop caring and give these chicks the ice. 
the, the desert of isolation, the way these young boys are doing now. These young boys tell these chicks, no, hey, 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 don't touch on me. Hey, 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 get away from me. Hey, don't kiss on me. I ain't getting your approval for that. While the older dudes up here, she won't change. <laughs> Video number 1,467. <laughs> shit is crazy, man. Well, I, I, and, and, and look, even the video I put out about Asian chicks making themselves up to look pretty, but what they really look like underneath and the weaves that the Asian uh, chicks are wearing. Nobody likes to talk about that. So I do agree on some things. These chicks are out of pocket, but I will always find a black male hyena somewhere behind her power making her that way. A la Meg Thee Stallion. Go ahead, brothers. Well, uh, real, quick, and then uh, real quick, and then I gotta go. Research. Uh, go ahead, uh, General. Real, real quick, and then I gotta go. Now, I'm gonna let y'all. I do think it. Faith though has a great point. I, we I, was talking about somebody who, um, oh no, look at Diddy and the City Girls. Like you literally no. have a um, uh, a high value man who is attracted to a City Girl, the purveyor of the creator of City Girl culture. But go ahead, General. Well, real quick, and, and I agree with what the brothers just said. But see, here's here's the problem um uh the top 33 percent of black male earners and black male college college graduates are beginning to leave the community right so that's leaving them that's, these, that's leaving them that's leaving these so-called the so-called sisterhood to deal with these simps and these uh black male hyenas right so while you have the top 33 percent of high earners moving outside this is why when guys get drafted in these professional sports or they become famous in hollywood you look around they got a white girl they got an mm -hmm. asian girl they got a they got a girl from sri lanka or somebody else on their arm this is why exactly why when larry lori harvey and that incident happened with between her and that young man this is why he went and he was standing on the damn red carpet with a damn whatever she was this is why and see it's it's not hurting black men who is hurting is black women. If I, and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna go, if I were a black woman, if I were a black woman in today's modern dating society, being out in the dating pool, and I'm looking at the top 30, the top tier men, 33% of high earners, educated and college graduate men that are leaving the community, not looking in my direction, going over here, going overseas, going wherever they're going, getting white women, Asian women, Latin women, I would look in the mirror and say, what the fuck are we doing? Why is all of our, because men have done that. Men have said, why are women leaving us? We better get our shit together. Back in the day, a woman wouldn't look your way because they had to sting. I ain't gonna fuck with no dude that's broke. He got to have his own car. He got to have his own apartment. And now black men are 70 years later coming around and they're saying, I'm not dealing with the angry black woman. I'm not dealing with the attitude. I'm not dealing with the obesity. That's right. the flip side of the coin. And with right. that, thank you, ladies, for having me. I'll but, be listening from the cloud. Can I answer I what the brother was saying? Have a good day. Okay, okay. I, I just, I, um, mm -hmm. I think where black women um know they have black men in a trick bag is because black men won't ever leave um them alone sexually, mm. and as long as we know that we can dominate you with the Pop vagina. And and we know that you ain't going nowhere. We know that you don't have the options that. A box. Pump and dump. That's what's happening. That's yeah, why that is but, becoming. But, that's why that is becoming very prevalent within our community. That's why relationships and marriages are not happening. General, I, I I don't disagree. But if I know that I'm still able to get sex from you and I'm still able to procreate and get your attention whenever I want to, 
um and i know i have you in that type of trick bag then you know it, it's it's almost a losing cycle you know what I, I, mean? all, can all I, of, can I can i can i address what the general said real, real quick all, all real quick. of y'all have because, a point i'm just because i agree there's, there's a couple of escape hatches psychologically that women have because of what you're saying. So some of them peep what's going on, the upwardly mobile brothers, the brothers that grew up middle, you know, towards the upper part of middle class or upper middle class, right? They already see that those brothers aren't messing with them so much, right? Outside of some of the brothers that go to Howard for college or something like that, Hampton, they see that. So in their mind, the escape hatch is dun, 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 white Jesus man, right? So the, in their mind that that's where the swirler divester talk comes in and let me let me just prepare everybody for this if y'all haven't already said it. A lot of sisters are going to be on some LGBTQ stuff. There's not enough pookies to go around, to be honest. There's not enough pookies. Yeah, you know, there's not. So what's going to end up happening is you're going to see more and more upperly mobile black girls. It's still going to be a, a, a huge minority, but upperly mobile black girls, mainly from the continent or from the Caribbean, end up with white dudes and white Latino dudes. You're going to see even more black men upwardly mobile end up with white girls, <clears throat> Latinas, Asians, but you're gonna see a whole like hordes of black women doing the doing the Tom Joyner fucking whoever the new Tom Joyner gonna be. Um Ricky Smiley, I guess, doing the the, the cruise and they're gonna be out here eating fur burgers and scissoring. That's gonna be the thing. That that's that's the thing. We're and, already and that, seeing I'm already seeing increased mm -hmm. numbers of women marrying other women, cohabitating mm -hmm. with other women, like literally everywhere I turn, that is becoming a huge thing. Like stud daddies are taking over. You said black men don't want to be stepdaddies. Well, black mm -hmm. women got stud daddies instead. Right. Yeah, it, and that's what accountability looks like. That's what I to finish the point I was making. That's what accountability accountability looks like younger millennials and generation z saying i'm not dealing with this i'm not going to be my dad i'm not going to be my granddad right so and and some of these guys they can't even articulate it but you can see by their actions that they're not going to be their fathers and their grandfathers and so younger women who have all the attitude in the world and who have inherited this kind of um moral high grounding that i was describing they're going to have to feel it and and the problem is that their mothers and grandmothers will not tell them why their brothers aren't dating them. That's gonna be the problem. So I'll pause right there. But to Danny's point, back again, is that the box is undefeated by some of these dudes. Some of these dudes talk like they defeat the box. But the reality is most of these number three and number two women and number four women can can walk around assuming that they're tens because 30 dudes right did something desperate to make them assume the box was on point until they get to that point in age because nobody defeats mother nature to where you don't look 20 no more you now actually look 30 years old at 25 40 <laughs> years old at 32. so now it has to be something more than just that because everybody ain't hitting you off so to danny's point we don't have enough dudes acting like Arabs and Asians. You're supposed to make these chicks work for you. I am an ugly brother, and I make chicks work. You brother, 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 I got to cut you off for two seconds to address something. Me on I'm, I'm, levels, but y'all beg these chicks. Right. Brother, let me address um, Aries Queen. Aries Queen, the number's already out. 
black women are the most same sex dating group of people in America. I didn't make that up. I didn't pull that out my rear end. They are the most same sex dating group of people in America. If you don't believe me, go look it up yourself. Google it. If you look it up, you'll see it. So that's when you say brothers are gay too, that's BS. Like you like y'all need to stop doing the once again, like we say, and this goes to accountability. Y'all really not need to stop doing the well, we do it because you do it, or you do it more than we do it. Bro, now that we live in the internet age, do you know how easy it is to debunk that type of talk logic? It's so easy. Look it up yourself if you doubt me. And I'll pause right there. So I'm a, I'm somebody else wanted to say something. Go ahead. Like I'm gonna say this. Uh I gotta agree with uh Mr. Research for the most part. Um you know, as somebody who is known for being ice cold. I'm and I and I and I really really mean that. Um, I'm surrounded by a lot of guys who, when they're in the mood to, they'll talk that red pill shit, right? And until you know a pretty face is near them or something like that. So I I I I understand exactly where that sentiment is coming from. It's like. Okay, you're dealing with what you're dealing with. You agree with everything that's said either by me or by by others, and you even kick some of that shit yourself. Like I I have a problem with a lot of guys in this space. I try not to say it on my 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 platform. I I did actually speak on that Shaq shit. I actually did speak on that. Um, I have zero zero regard for you know uh you know women's bullshit in 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 the space and you know i i criticize a lot there's a lot of simping going on and uh sister george uh i i'm i'm sure you're aware of the things that have been going on with me and another gentleman's whose name i won't say uh i sent you a link but again like my i have i have big problems with a lot of guys in this space because yeah i i do agree that a lot of a lot of men do a lot to help women i do especially while kicking the opposite message i mm. I, I i do agree with that you know is that you know a lot of it is just our culture but i i, I witness a lot of that a lot of, yeah, that that's actually you know it is our culture but to the title of the show about accountability right and again, i don't pull no no ice water on these chicks i only like memes and pick memes and pick mm. women who are male identified women who are a shout shout at the top of their lungs for the black man i will run across the street to defend them these right. other chicks these anti-male speakers mm -hmm. i don't care how cute they look i don't care how 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 great they uh breasts stand at attention i am not like you dudes i am not going to help no anti-male speaker oh oh, oh hold on hold on hold on now hold when on I sit down on the first day i'm not saying you marcus i'm just saying okay. when i sit down <laughs> on the first day i ask questions to see if a chick is an anti-male speaker right I ask questions to see if a chick secretly hate men. Right. I don't care. Man, I fired the uh, the black in India chick. I, I don't care if you off code, you off code. I don't care how you look. Right. You know, but these dudes, they want to smash so bad. And that goes to uh, uh, Sister George's point. Dudes know. I, I mean, these chicks know that some of these dudes ain't the pimps they claim they are. Uh, so, yeah, so when you look at uh, uh, YouTube, for example, accountability, why do we have so many dudes scared to do a video uh, for, for, forget at their house? Because maybe that'll die. 
you can't even walk down the street and do a video. You can't even go to another city. You know why? Because your girlfriend won't let you. Right. Yeah, so a lot of these guys are you out of your car. Yeah. Secretly yeah. do it at the basement. The you see, yeah. that ain't no man stuff, man. Meanwhile, Mr. Z girlfriend know about his channel and all his videos. Yeah, a lot of these guys be broadcasting from they whip. You understand what I'm saying? Um, again, like anybody who's in this chat that follow me, know I, I say the most egregious shit. <laughs> like, again, like I I agree with just about everything you're saying, man. You know, um, there's a lot of guys who I'm affiliated with that kind of shy away from some of my talking points so I, I understand exactly where you're coming from we actually are going to start the process to wrap it on up um and um marcus will go ahead and start with you let you do the honors any final comments that you want to state on the topic um or anything you want to say in general um if you would be so kind as to go first and then we'll go with uh, mr research and mr z Okay. Um, just relating to the topic, uh, I, I don't think there will ever come a time. I mean, that you know, black women will hold themselves to be accountable for their role. Let me say it that way: their role in uh the breakdown of the community, the family, uh, you know, the outcomes of black girls and black boys. I don't think there will ever come a time, and you know, I actually am of the belief that. A lot of these women remove the biological uh, fathers from the home or they have kids with men who never plan to be biological fathers so that they can have this influence over the children to 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 push the agendas that we're dealing with. That's you know, it sounds like some that's grand warfare. Think about that. Yeah, it is. And, 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 and you know, I, I charge him with that. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I you know, I'm not of the belief that these women are innocent and don't know what they're doing and they're just uh uh victims of uh you know earlier i said culture and that wasn't like a uh you know me trying to uh give them an out what i'm saying is you know no you, you're very aware of what you're doing just like you know a, a an ss soldier is aware that he's committing murders even if they're orders that he got from above so at the end of the day um i think that they prize this this quote unquote freedom or liberty i should say that they have over uh the damage that it's doing you understand what i'm saying i you know i don't i don't think that they're allies i don't think that they're allies to even women who are for families and and, and you know and for the children i you know i also think that there's more and you know done uh legally in this country to protect women in their nonsense than for you know helpless children but that's just what it is, man. Um, you know, people know him, SYSBM all day. And that's my closing remark. Thank you, Marcus. Definitely appreciate you coming through and um, dropping some knowledge. Um, great points, great points as always. So thank you, thank you, thank you. No doubt. Uh, Mr. Reese. Um, yeah. Drop your uh, channel link if you guys have not subscribed to keep it 100 uh go subscribe to him he has a really good channel yeah, don't don't let your woman or your children listen to the shit that i'm talking about <laughs> uh -oh. right now oh my okay? god all right this is me <laughs> subdued this is subdued marcus on here tonight <laughs> keep it 100 just type it in i'll type it in the chat thank okay. you all thank right you, marcus no doubt
Mr. Z, what are your final thoughts? You know, um, thank you for having me up, ladies. Um, so, you know, the environment's gonna keep, gonna, gonna make black women accountable. I would like if black men did some of it also, but the environment's gonna make black women accountable. You know, we, we already know the whole, you know, buy a dog, die alone. And we, we made that into somewhat of a pop culture reference, but that is what's gonna happen for many, men, not just women, believe it or not, but I think the world is used to watching men die alone. So that's not gonna be a thing, but it's gonna happen for women because once again, when you think you're morally superior to your male counterparts, while also seeing them as a walking wild and overglorified guard dog and being informed by consumerist society that a man needs to buy you things to prove that he's a man, you pretty much box yourself out, right? You pretty much turn your, you, you're the one who put in, like Corey Holcomb says, right? Um, you, you price your, your pee out the game. And that's what a lot of women have done. And so life is going to make you accountable for that. Right, the environment is going to make you accountable for your own worldview, your own worldview, your your own way of seeing men and masculinity and marriage and relationships. If you, as a woman, think, "Hey, if I can't have the bins of a man, then I'd rather walk than have the reliable Camry of a man," then that's cool. But the day when it's raining and storming and your umbrella flips back upside down and nobody wants to stop for you, then so be it. It's cool to say that when it's beautiful outside and it's a beautiful 78 degree weather and the, the breeze is just right, you can say that. But you know, we, we understand, for those of us in the know, kind of the economic landscape that's, that's coming about. And that's gonna hold a lot of people, namely women, namely black women, accountable for their worldview. Because you're no longer in this kind of beautiful Goldilocks zone of, of the economy and of growth and, the, and, and stuff like that between automation, once again, inflation, once again, housing prices, car prices, used car prices, this shit's about to hurt, right? We see the gas prices all across the country are starting to average five plus dollars a gallon. Some places is already a, a, over 550. The environment is gonna hold black women accountable. And I think we need to, we as black men need to do our part in not, wifing up the women like um the one that O'Shea covered the 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 sister that was like oh she she loves seeing Lori Lori Harvey you know use these um use these men right black women have decided to go scorch earth and they're dealing with once again the environment you decide to go scorch earth now the environment's holding you accountable for scorching your own situation you can't come to black men you decided to go scorch earth you thought there was gonna be a, a respite somewhere, I don't know, in white society somewhere or with some Latino nigga, I don't know, but you gotta deal with that. So I'll, I'll end with that. It, I want us to also do our part in holding black women accountable. Sometimes that mean icing them, but for the most part, I think the environment's gonna do, do, do that. And for those of you that's gonna try to catch them on the back end and save them at 45, 50 years old, you know, good luck for you. But um, for the rest of us, unfortunately, we're just gonna have to watch them deal with the the cost of their worldview when they're 45 50 and 55 years old and i ended right there thank you ladies for having me up um i think you made some really really good points uh mr z um it's interesting because i think the culture is dictating that black women are saying that they don't care about dying alone and it seems like more men are kind of buying into the notion of women dying alone and being miserable in that aspect 
and a lot of women are saying that they just don't give a damn if they die alone if they die with some cats if some kids look after them yeah. um i think that it's almost like we're sick um to a certain degree because we don't even give a fuck about the consequences of anything now mm. um we gonna say what we want to say do what we want to do we'll, if as long as we're able to get um make our own money and be able to have sex with whomever we want um and survive um i think that's where a lot of women are with it and so um then when women take a look at most the average man she's saying you know she feels like she's in competition with him and she doesn't necessarily think that he's in a better position than her um socially until or, COVID or happens so what happens until COVID happens and you have to go um elbow some people to go get some toilet paper and then you realize what a man is and your money can't save you in that situation maybe possibly probably you're you're right but um you also have to take into consideration um the women identified uh men who are going to identify relate and simp um for us at no matter what the cost and you're right. we know that right. we have those type of men in our mm -hmm. back pockets mm -hmm. and so you know it's just one of those things mm -hmm. well welcome to the uppercut uh let me, throw this at, <laughs> let me throw this at uh c rose c rose you're a well-read lady and i'm quite sure danny is too but this one is mm -hmm. for you c rose who do the asian community and the latin community believe is the epitome of black american woman you know back in the days asians used to talk about diane carroll a lot of people don't know that uh, back in the days, Latins used to talk about uh, Maya Angelou. Who is the ghost black woman? For I don't know. And nobody knows now. Nobody knows. Is it Oprah? No, they don't even mention Oprah. No clue. So, so nope. Nobody, nobody outside of the black community can tell you who the champion, who is the go-to woman. Now, on the guy side, there's a lot of answers because many of those groups still love sports, still mm -hmm. love comedians, mm -hmm. still. But black women, going to back with what Danny just said with Mr. Z, they're doing all that under the protection of the black men they hate. You remove these black men, I guarantee, matter of fact, let's make a prediction because this happens every five years. Uh, as you know, Chrislyn Harrison is not around no more because her ideology backfired. There was a woman called Egypt Ann. Mr. Z might remember her. She ain't around no more. Uh, there was an a, a Ethiopian chick who used to talk slick about black folks. They, they ain't around no more. And even on the guy side, there was Brother Man. He ain't around no more. There was Fearless. His Filipino wife left him, and now he's living in a motel. Uh, we got all these little situations that happen every five years. I guarantee as you two ladies get older, what you're going to start seeing is your nieces and your grandchildren stressed out because the image of them is not pristine as it is right now in the 2000s and will never be 
for neither one of us, male or female, the way it was in the 70s and 80s. The image of black girls is now Meg the Stallion. Mm -hmm. I agree it's, with that. It's now the chick fighting all the time. That's that's who the, that's who it is now. And the only thing that was protecting it was some boy jumping in to help her. What just happened recently? Probably some people don't know. Um, and, and this is my final thoughts. But some people don't know the Chinese community is shocked. Because there's a video that got let through. Now, mind you, they beat their women on a regular basis. I saw it. They done bust her up beside the head with a bottle. Right. I would love to see Cynthia G or Danny or, or C. Rose talk about how this Chinese man got rejected by a woman at a restaurant. Mm. And decided to slap the hell out of her. And when her friend tried to help by hitting him with a bottle, his friend came and knocked the hell out of her. All I five women this. got beat up and dropped by nine men. And I have to see this. Guess what, C. Rose? The black female community didn't say nothing. You expected them to? Oh, oh, because they say that these other cultures protect their women. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these right. other cultures are, are, are dedicated to their women. They, they would never hurt an Asian woman who, who turned down their affections. That happens all the time. But now we're seeing it. Indian men throw acid on women. Yeah, China, the Asian dudes are fisting. I don't patriarchy. think they were talking about Asian cultures. I think they're using white culture as the standard. Nah, they use Asian cultures. Okay. I've never heard any black woman refer to an Asian culture when they talk about the protection of men. Like we know that a, a lot of Asian women are subjugated. No, oh, I've oh, seen. I know. Oh, I've oh, seen women, oh. and I've seen simps do make that for, argument for Asian. Yeah, they, they do. They do. They do. See Rose and and, and George. brought an Asian guy on on her show. Uh, 2017. They had a whole conversation about it. So, so as I as, as I end, uh, my whole point is this, man. I just don't expect these ladies to be accountable until black men start tricking, until black men start going away in droves, until black men start totally ignoring crossing the street when a black woman comes on the same street. When when it start getting that bad, mm. that's when I think women will start paying attention because their only protector is still protecting them. Their only protector is still feared by the Asians and the Latins. We're not gonna say nothing to C. Rose because of how Mr. Z might respond. Forget her husband. Mr. Z just happens to be walking by. So we ain't gonna say nothing. But see, it's starting to get to the point where these other cultures are noticing he ain't going to say nothing. Mm -hmm. hmm. I can body slam a zero. He ain't going to say nothing. Hmm. I can smack the hell out of uh, Danny. I wouldn't advise. No, no. I, I, I know y'all kind of violent, but. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm I didn't understand that. I'm no. just saying. I don't go nowhere by myself. <laughs> so, so, so my point is that is, is that I think we're going to see over the next five years that that this is going to dramatically change. When you guys do another show, probably five years from now, I think you're going to see some dramatic changes in Black YouTube because people can't keep putting out the same crap that they put out. It's starting to backfire. Things are starting to a show itself to not be what people claim that it was. And and 
hopefully it'll get better but 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 i don't i don't think women are going to be accountable i think black men are going to get to the point where they're not going to police each other for for black women they're not going to uh uh shame each other i think even the hyenas you look at what happened with pharaoh i'm always i'm all down for women but then you get caught up fuck these black women see it's start, <laughs> it's starting to happen to even the, the the male hyenas so that's how i look at it i don't hate these sisters Facts, I, I really right. don't i just i just i just remove myself from being around anti-male speakers i'm all down for Mimi, uh, Mimi's male identified, and I'm down for picnics. But the anti male speakers, I just let them handle their own thing. Yeah, my 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 entire message on my channel is centered around walk away from it, walk away. Well, thank you, Mr. Research. Definitely appreciate your commentary as well. Um, yeah, uh, definitely thank you guys for coming through and joining the panel and contributing to the discussion regarding will black women be accountable for, for uh, the black men that they've destroyed. Um, yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys. Thank you also to everybody who sent us a super chat and thank you to the chat for rocking with us. Um, I think to be completely honest, um, I don't know that black women will um, will stand up and be accountable for, for those men that they have destroyed, not in the sense of men and who they've been in relationship with. My hope is if nothing else, black women will at least go ahead and um, be accountable to their sons by way of making sure that they foster an environment where they are promoting emotional intelligence via their sons um, because you know then you're not creating someone who is essentially the man who we as black women complain about what's good Tess? what y'all over here talking about man <laughs> asking the question of whether or not black women will be accountable for the men that they've quote unquote destroyed or men that they have played or you know women men that boys that they haven't essentially fostered an environment that they can become emotionally intelligent and you know um forward thinking and all the things i mean i think that would probably apply in like the teenage years the youth years but I mean, when you start talking about men, though, I think men have to get over those types of things. Like women will go out of their way to destroy you at times. Like in a breakup, it could very well be that. And mm -hmm. whether she apologizes or not, I just don't think men have a, have time to focus on if she apologizes or should even care if she does. Like I think True. if you do right by everything you're supposed to do, you know, you're owed an apology, but you might not get one. What about in those situations we talked about, like the trouble situation where women are like knowingly engaging with guys and, you know, you have somebody who maybe it's a messy breakup and you know that ex is still lurking and literally that could result in the loss of life if you're aware that it's messy and he's still coming around and you don't let dude know like, hey, I got this ex, he a little crazy, you know, even in situations like that. Like, so just saying to black women, like, you know, be careful in those situations and at least be upfront and honest with dude that you're dealing with that hey things are messy and or don't go back to your house yeah that's um that uh that trouble thing that was that was messed up um yeah. you know they kind of saying the same thing about the fbg cash thing too that 
um, some women gave up his location and whatnot. So, I mean, that's always a possibility in these situations. But they, again, like I'm saying, those women aren't apologetic enough to apologize for like, you know what I mean, destroying life. She's setting niggas up to get to get clapped or, you know what I'm saying, anything like that. She's not going to be apologetic for it. That's, you know what I'm saying, that's who she is. That's yeah, true. Um, but it, it's like they won't be apologetic, but still want to point the fingers at everything that the men do um, when we do have some blame to take for some of the shit that's happened in our community. And my whole thing is it's it's both everybody has a part to play. You don't just get to point the finger and say, well, these men fucked me over. Um, these men assaulted me. They they did this, they did that when the shit has been happening on both sides, but only one side gets to be put on um, the Summer Jam screen to be held accountable. And I think that's a big part of the problem because everybody's continuously pointing the finger, um, but nobody wants to look itself. Yeah. I don't disagree completely, but um, like I say, I. I think that summer jam screen is made for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I use it accordingly, you know what I mean? So I get your point, but um, some people are afraid to use their summer jam screens for certain people, you know what I mean? So, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, you know, I feel like a lot of things that happen with the um, with the gender conversation is, is, is one-sided but it's one-sided because people ain't keeping the reels. Most of it's about a money grab. It ain't, you know, people don't really care about that shit for real. So I was just kind of wondering where y'all was going with this, but I think it's actually a good question for real. Like, cause I don't think there's a complete yes or no for it. Cause I mean, there are apologies. Oh, but will you ever get them? I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. behavior. Even if you never physically go back and make amends to those who you've dogged out, like moving forward, just being accountable, like, dang, I'm going to make sure I move differently because I don't want to repeat situation or I'm not trying to cause undue trauma onto somebody. Too, so just changing your behavior, even. I agree with that concrete, though, know, because that's kind of like my situation with, with my baby mom and shit, like that's kind of how that happened. You know what I mean? Like she never apologized, let's say, but the change in behavior was good enough for us to never have the type of encounters we originally had. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it, you're right though. Change in behavior is almost better than an apology. So I agree yeah. with that. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I can actually say that from my own situation. Um, because we were both at fault for some things, but we never apologized. We just um, moved quite different than what when we used to uh, get into it and have it out but we move really really different now and we've been able to foster a better co-parenting relationship for my son so i think that's a really good point yeah i just call it growing up that's what i always call it like we grew up you know what i mean mm -hmm. absolutely okay. well, all right well, y'all have a good night man I just want to yeah stop thank here. you for hopping up there no doubt all right have a good one thank you Taz. Um, yeah, um, those were, uh, I already said my final comments. That was kind of a good note to end on too. Um, just kind of reiterating the overall points that we were making with the stream. So, uh, that was a good note to, to, to shut it down on. All right. Well, 
we will see you guys back here on the next one. Everybody have a happy Juneteenth. And for the men, happy Father's Day. And shout out to the single mothers that play the mother. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, (laughs) happy Father's Day to the Black Kings, not the Black Coons, but the Black Kings. Yes, brothers, I'm pushing you. Happy Father's Day. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great one. We will see you on the next one. We are out. Peace.